And we are coming down in three, two, one. Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Sheen Washable. <laughs> there we go. I'm joined by Mock. Mock. <laughs> I'm not saying the other part. Sheen Washable. Wow. <laughs> this is a. That's it, and that's it. There's nobody else here. I should grab my beer, huh? Yeah, probably. I, I'm already drinking one because like it's just been the Red Baron bailed for work. Sent Rebecca Morse code on how to get this show started. And kudos to her for, you know, even if it was through help by P- the fearless leader, Peter Pino. She got us up and running, and it doesn't matter. Kudos to you. I mean, I'm hearing tones in the background of the computer. Like, some, like something on the computer's happening, because I can hear that, it. That happens all, every week, though. Does it? Yeah. Oh, I don't you don't wear head- your headphones. Yeah, that's right. This is the fr- I only wear my headphones because it's just mock talking, so I was like, <laughs> I better, like, do this. Uh... But yeah, we're here. We're here. I don't know how long we're going to be on for. Rebecca might burn the place down by accident. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. I, I need that Heineken light to be on, though. Oh, yeah. Can you turn the Heineken light on? I don't know that we're on. No, oh, welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. Um, <laughs> Anyone else see that really just falling over? Oh, my God. Right on her. <laughs> Rebecca, you look very, uh, uh, like, Disheveled? no, like kindergarten-ish today. Thanks. You got, like, the side pony with the big scrunchie. You're wearing a, a, a alpaca shirt. So then alpaca or a llama shirt? I don't know. That you know, it helps if you talk into the mic. <laughs> She's like, no. Well, you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're having a conversation. It's, it's not odd. <laughs> this is all just a facade. You can't hear me. So, uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about today. Hey, we'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah, right? We're here. We're... Let's uh, lock it down. Oh, I thought you were going with something else there. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whoops. Um, so, something I think we could lead... Oh, we'll start off with a beer. So, uh... We we were waiting and my beers weren't cold, so I'm just I'm just going in on Coors Light right now, just trying to get something going. See, I um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do a double thing here. I, I have the Highlight, which I featured last week. I uh, didn't get a chance to buy a beer today, but I'm gonna do that one again. Bat lead off with the Bud Light, kind of suck this down real fast. There you go. Get the party started. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Toast of excellence. You can go first. Oh, can I? Uh, my toast of excellence is uh, to the NHL draft. It was uh, very exciting. A lot of trades. We've seen already seen PK Subban has been moved. Who's that? PK Subban. PK Subban. <laughs> um, he's been moved to the, the the New Jersey Devils, who also got Jack Hughes, um, the number one prospect. Uh, very exciting. We had this whole NHL thing planned, but then everybody decided that they weren't going to be here. Um, like yeah, today, kind of happened fast. Yeah, Souls was like, I'd rather play softball. And then we were like, okay, cool. Mark, uh, Mass was like, I don't feel good because I drank too much. Puss. <laughs> a day ago. And Kendall was like, oh, I'm a hot shot now, so I'm kind of a douche. <laughs> um, big shot. He's a big, big shot. shot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, to the NHL draft. My toast, um, which I believe the Mass would have used, but I'm going to use it, is to Albert Pujols. 
mm. who made his big return you finally. Can't, you can't write a better script. Yeah, he he was able to come back and play again in St. Louis. Um, it'll be the last time. I mean, we're assuming he'll play there. So it, it was a nice moment. I mean, the the crowd received him really well. We well, hit a dinger too, didn't he? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was just a cool cool thing. I mean, he he's one of the all time players, but definitely Cardinals. Yeah. So it was a cool little send off for him because he's been gone for a long time and never went back there. Yeah. Like the way the scheduling was, he yeah, never played they, back. He went and, from NL to AL. Yeah. So it's not a guaranteed thing, and and then on top of it too, there was no guarantee that he was even going to go back to St. Louis. Like the St. Louis Cardinals could have easily went to. L.A. Yeah, so. which I think happened. I think the Cardinals played in L.A. He just never got the chance to go back to St. Louis. All right. Um. So yeah, I mean, you can crack yours. Mine's already cracked. <laughs> get this party going. So I would like to lead off with a discussion. What do you got? So it's perfect that uh, somebody's not here. But let's talk about the real like f- fucking falling off fills. 39 you know, and 38, just like, I mean, as above 500 as you can be. Um, six and a half games out of first now. Um, they're one game behind in the wild card, behind Milwaukee and Colorado. Uh, they're one and nine in their last 10. They have a seven game losing streak. Um, they've been bad. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, I mean, the, the, Pitching staff is banged up, but on the other side, I mean they're they're not producing offensively. No, they're not. They're you know, getting booed. Yeah, like, everyone's I mean, getting booed there. I mean, you know, Bryce Harper the last couple of years hasn't been the three hundred average guy. But they, he, they lost. They lost the series. They got swept by the Marlins. <laughs> oh god! But it, it's tough. I mean, they're a team that's got a lot of star power on it. Especially, I mean, they had such a big off season. They were supposed to come in and kind of steamroll that division, and they've been stumbling. Yeah. Um, they're a team I think we're going to see make a lot of moves towards the and as the deadline gets uh, closer um, to to shore up that pitching staff because they're giving up you know six seven runs every game, and the offense just isn't producing enough to make up for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it's like a if it's a Gabe Kapler issue. Like, I mean. Granted, it's from Kyle and his dad, but like it just seems to be like a lot of like disdain for Kapler and his managing style. That started last season. I mean, the first couple weeks he was in there, they were already calling for him to get fired. And I mean, it's it's tough because I mean, I believe this is his first managing gig. I don't I think he was a so. manager anywhere else, you know. And and he's got a team that last year I think overperformed a bit, and then they added a bunch of stars this year. So I, I I think there's just been some growing pains through the middle of the season. Right, but that's just it. Like that's the thing too. Like you know, their pitching didn't get necessarily like light le- leaps and bounds better, but their their hitting ability did, and it's yeah. not producing like consistently. No, it's not. It's not. And like, it's been there's been high points in the year, but it hasn't been consistent. I mean, Harper hasn't been Harper hasn't shown the power numbers that he's been capable of doing. Romuto hasn't been. I mean, Jay Bruce has been a a good addition. Yeah. Since he came over with a streaky, really. Hot start, <laughs> but I mean, like you know, like Franco is not doing what he's supposed to be doing with the bat. I Franco mean, looks bad. Oduble Herrera got mm. suspended indefinitely. Yeah, domestic violence. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's not playing, so they don't even have a oh, real center fielder right now. That's why, and you know, the, the team has fallen apart since McCutcheon went down. Yeah. Ever since McCutcheon went down, they seem to be losing 
you know, six out of ten, seven out of ten, eight out of ten, now nine out of ten. It's like it's it's tough because I mean, you just said it. I mean, that team has that team has the lineup to to go out and score that you know six runs. It I think it's deflating that the the pitching is just constantly letting him even if nola goes out and throws seven scoreless the bullpen given up six runs in those three innings well and the thing too is, is nola has not been good this year yeah he's been subpar arietta has not been that great pavetta started off bad came out from the minors was pitching lights out and now he's kind of going back to that pavetta form yeah it's just been real like kind of just ugly to watch i That's mean right. they're giving up home runs to guys that don't hit home runs and Really, I mean, like, a few shining spots in their team, despite being terrible with the bat, I think there's a huge case for Franco to be maybe potentially third-base gold glove this year. He's making a lot of great defensive plays. but He's a great defensive player. But the problem is is that... Yeah, well, and the problem is he came out hitting. He came out as a power hitter, and now he's not a power hitter anymore. And on a team that needs to start producing runs, every bat matters. So it's like, what do you do? Like, you substitute okay defense for an okay bat instead of good defense and a bad bat like what do you do it's they're a team i think we're gonna see light up the trade deadline they're gonna move process they're because they're they're kind of built for they are built for the future they have young guys locked up but this is a team built for now i mean the divisions i think it's the i think the prospects they have up are untouchable yeah, it's all the all the oh, minor that AAA team's going to be moving. Yeah, and then like Franco will be on the market. I yeah. mean, unfortunately, Oduble would have been, but now with that, who knows? But I mean, maybe even somebody like a, a Cesar Hernandez mm-hmm. could be potentially movable. Arietta might be movable. I, I th- anybody not Nola, Harper, Ramu- Hoskins, and Ramuto. Ramuto. Well, and uh, Segura. Even so, I mean. I, I don't think they would move him, but yeah. I think for the right package, if they got yeah. the pitching return, I, I could see it happening. Right, right, yeah. But, you know, Nishik's been banged up. Sir Anthony got banged up. I mean, They're hurt. The, the bullpen's decimated. But the thing, too, is, is like even when the bullpen wasn't hurt, they weren't always pitching yeah. out well. I mean, like Sir Anthony had like a streak going for a while where it was like games where he gave up a home run they won and games he didn't they lost. Like, that was a thing. Like, Just come out, lob one out. There you go. Yeah, soft. All right, we're good. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. The MLB has been kind of surprising me this year. I mean, the Twins, I didn't think were going to be that great. And they're killing it. And they're holding on, which is the thing. They're being consistent. Um, To be honest, I thought with the way the Yankees got hurt, I saw them falling off. And and this, you know, the Scranton Yankees came up and not only kept afloat, but, I mean, held the division. Yeah, they're doing really well. You know, and now you got your, your big guys coming back. And, you know, like, all right, so Judge came back. He's been back for three games. He's 0 for 10. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could take him and be like, all right, hey, listen, we don't need you to play. We were winning games without you here. We don't need to rush you back. You can take your time and get back to form. You know, they could DH it, whatever they got to do. Um, but this this Yankees team, to me, they, they look scary. Yeah, they're, I mean, and the, the Red Sox are starting to get back to form. Yeah. You know, a little bit here and there, like just a little bit. A little bit by well, little so bit, they're, and they're scoring more runs, but they're still losing games. That's yeah. the, that's what's hurting. Them. But they're seven and three in their last ten. They have lost two in a row, but their their run differential has climbed. They're going up against a not the best White Sox team. The Red Sox had a had a cushy schedule because I know the Yankees last two series it was Tampa and then Houston. 
Yeah. And and they two out of three against Houston. They took two out of three from Houston, and I think they swept Tampa. Yeah. So I, I mean, they're it, eight and two in their last ten, so that's probably yeah, right because one mean, of those is a Houston loss. So. So they the, this is a team. I mean, and I still think they're going to be big time buyers mm-hmm. at the deadline. They're going to go and add one of those big name pitching pieces. Houston's been shaky in their last ten too. They're three and seven in their last ten. Um, Houston's hurt though too. They're missing yeah. a couple of big pieces, but that's a team. Once everyone's back, they'll win. You know, twenty out of twenty five. But the swap of it too, like we, we talked about with Philly, is. Philly is playing so poorly at a time when Atlanta is starting to hit their stride, and it's just causing the gap. I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're, it's full game swings when they're not playing each other, and that's huge. Like losing to the Braves when you're playing them, obviously it's going to be a game yeah. thing. But they're losing, and the Braves are winning. And when the Braves lose, the Phillies seem to also lose. Like it, you know, like if the Phillies win, the Braves win. So it doesn't really ever nothing changes. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers just keep winning. And Colorado just can, I, just falls, 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 falls. I tell you, the the Dodgers, as good as they're playing, that team has like no intimidation to me. No, because they're they're always that team that dominates the regular season, and then they, they're they, like the Chargers in yeah. the NFL, or, or you know, it's but like I, I can't even compare them. To, I mean, because I can't remember a time where the the Chargers like dominated a season. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like the Dodgers come in and just dominate through the re- and they've done it the last. At least the last two years, but I mean, and I know they went to the World Series, but they they just can't seem to get it done in the playoffs. Yeah. And so I mean, I look at them, and I'm like, I'm not even like worried about it. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I don't know if it's because they like coast through at the. I, I don't know. Well, they also don't. I mean, outside of Colorado, they don't really play in that difficult of a division. The Giants yeah. haven't been good since their World Series runs. The Padres haven't been good in a long time. Arizona hasn't been... I mean, they've been average, but they haven't been... Yeah. You know, and they're still 15 games out. I mean, Colorado's been good, but not Dodgers good. And, and it helps to have one of the best pitchers in baseball. Yeah. And then, you know, they finally have some prospects coming up and playing well. But, like, right, like you said, I think the thing is, is when it comes to the World Series, they kind of lack... Or, like, the playoffs, they kind of lack, like, the I'm going to go out there and take the game over with my bat guy. Like, the yeah. Mike Trout, you know? And it's a shame because people like Mike Trout... And people like, you know, like, like Bryce Harper, like the Nationals were like another team, kind of like the Dodgers dominate the Snake regular bin. season, you know, but like, Snake bin. right. But like, Mike, I mean, Mike Trout's probably the best example of it is, and, but like Machado when he was in Baltimore, you know, like it's just these players that like they can change the game with one swing of the I, bat and they're never in the playoffs to do I, it. I hate so much that Trout re-signed with the Angels. I, yeah, hate I know it. you do. I hate it only because it, it's, I guess it's me just being a selfish fan. As much as I love the game, I want to see the best player in the game playing doing the it best in the postseason. In the world. Yeah. You want to see him in the po- you know, have all those big time plays. I mean, not only offensive, he's such a good defensive player on the base paths. He's le- he's just he he's he's arguably, lethal in every aspect of the game. He's on pace to be the best player we've ever seen in the history of he baseball. Might be the, he might be the best player. I mean, Kyle said the other day that he thinks Mike Trout's better than Ken Griffey Jr. now, and that's saying something because Kyle's a huge yeah. homer for the kid. And I mean, complete, Griffey, complete player. I I can agree with that. Yeah, could, well, as a complete player. Oh yeah, I think so too. I mean, I don't think that Trout has the power numbers that Ken Griffey Jr. had, but he's a. I think he's at least equal defensively. I think he's a better base runner, yeah, and I think faster. he's got he's got more patience at the plate, and he's got a thicker neck, <laughs> which thick neck. that's everything. I re- I hate I, when I saw that he's resigned with the Angels. I was like, damn man. As a fan, it was just. 
we're never going to see him unless somehow that team turns it around within the next couple years. Trout's going to be wasted to the fans. Yeah. You know, I want to see him in a World Series, you know, coming up with it, you know, when he's the go ahead run, because he's the guy that'll come up and give you that postseason moment, you know, that the Aaron Boone home run. And then they've robbed us of it. Did you see the Cam Newton thing? <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. What did you think of that? I mean, for those of you who didn't hear, Cam Newton uh, was got on a plane uh, with a coach ticket. Which, how did that even happen, first of all? But he wanted to fly first class, so he offered a first class member uh, $1,500 to sit first class and have him go sit and coach, and the guy denied him. So well, I tell you what, I mean, I don't, I don't know the um, details of this flight, but first class tickets are more than $1,500. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know the flight, but they're more than that. So I, I could see the guy being like, nah, I paid 5000 for this ticket. Yeah, well, I'm wondering <laughs> you know? if it's like, you know, they say like first class, but I'm wondering if it maybe it's like, maybe it's not first class. Like maybe it was like a business, a business. class. You know what I'm saying? Because like those aren't wicked more expensive. <laughs> I like, can tell you that Cam does not fit in coach. Yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> he's t- it's like 6'6". Six, six. He's huge. Ugh. Hope that guy likes tasting his own knees. Yeah, I'm really mad that Kyle decided to go play softball because there's a lot of NBA stuff that I wanted him to talk about <laughs> with the draft, but he's not here, so fuck him. Well, hey, man, Pels, Pels. Yeah, they got Zion. Got Zion and some other picks. They're, yeah. they're going to be a young team, very young. You know, it, it's funny. I could, I could bring it up now once I uh, find it. I, I posted a Twitter poll, mm-hmm. and it uh, related to my New Orleans Pelicans. Pels, Pels, Pels. All day, every day. So as soon as I, I, I got to pull it up here. So, oh, we actually had a pretty good uh, response. So I asked, will the Pelicans make the playoffs next year? So the options were they would be a 1-4 to four seed, 5-8 to eight seed, they missed the playoffs, or they're a lottery team again. Well, well, well missing the playoffs makes you a lottery team. Well, I, I mean, you mean like a, one lottery of the worst team is league. what they were. You mean like <laughs> worst in the league kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 1-4 um, to four seed got 3% of the vote. Uh, lottery team, you know, bottom feeder, that was 19%. Missed the playoffs was 33, but 45% believe 5-8 to eight seed. And we had 60 votes. Um, I, I could see 5-8. to eight. Yeah, that that's where I I, could I, see I him, had him in like the 7-8 range. I could see him going 5-6. I, could see him going five, six. I yeah. mean, it, it's all about how the team plays. I mean, if like Lonzo goes out there and like, so at this point, like Lonzo needs to be the, the leader of the team. I mean, like Randall and Holiday are the leaders of the team. But Rand- Lonzo, Randall's out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so Holiday's needs is the leader of the team, but like Ball is the ball handler. Yeah, pun intended. Like it needs he needs to be out there. He needs to, you know, he's he's not, you know, like he went out. He had an okay rookie year, little like an average rookie year. Um, it was seemed disappointing for where he was drafted, but it was an average rookie year. Then LeBron came in, and he was no longer the guy on the yeah. team. So he needs to be able to find that that thrive and that passion to be the leader on the team because. They're all in the same boat. Holiday's the oldest, but for the starters. But outside of that, I mean, you know, and Ingram is not the youngest, but he's not old. And But Lonzo Ball needs to go out there, and he needs to be, you know, he has the potential to be the second biggest star on that team, and he needs to do it. That's the thing. I, I think that Lonzo's got to come in and be a leader without being the face. Right. Because Zion's going to be the, the big draw. 
just with all the hype coming in. And so, I mean, Lonzo's got to be able to come in and, like I said, be the be the leader of the team and and Zion's the face. He He's not going to be the the guy putting people in the seats. People are gonna, not going to go to watch Lonzo Ball. Right. You know, they're going to go to watch Zion. Right. And that was kind of like the whole Drew Holiday and Julius Randle thing with Anthony Davis. Yeah. And they stepped up. They were the faces of it, especially after he got hurt. But people, Anthony Davis put the butts in the seats. Yeah. And they helped the team win the games they did win. So. So, yeah, I got to get a new Pels shirt now. Zion? You know, I thought that, but I can't do that. I might go Drew Holiday. Yeah. Drew Holiday would be cool. Or Omar Asik. If I could find, I looked when I tried to buy my first one. They were only selling his jersey, and it was like $100. And I was like, no way. You can make a custom one. It's like $10 more. <laughs> make You're, a custom Omar Seek. Get the wrong number on there. <laughs> he was 37, right? <laughs> Omar Moxik. <laughs> That'd be good. Um. So, what do you... Uh, excuse me. There's a lot of like... Uh, now, now that the camps are starting up and... You know, we're going to get into this kind of like second wave of free agency soon. You know, all these guys that didn't sign yet. Um, and there's still some good names out there and whatnot. But like things are starting to come out now that the, the rookie classes are set and the the major free agency periods over and retirement people that, you know, like kind of retire yeah. late in the season have, have retired. There's a lot of people that have the Giants doing really, really bad this year, like still doing real poor. You know, and, you know a lot of like, you know. So, like, I want to know, I want to get your take on what you think about the NFC East as a whole. Uh, you know, and specifically, I want to get what your take is, like, what do you think the Giants, like, what do you think that they're, like, realistically, what do you think the best season they could have is, and realistically, what's the worst season they could have? And do you think we see is Daniel Jones, right? Yeah. Do you think we see him before the bye week? I, I don't. I think at best this year, the uh, the Giants are an 8-8 eight and eight team. And it's not because they're going to play poorly. I think it's just offensively, I mean, you're losing or you lost Odell Beckham Jr., who to me, I mean, is is a top, we'll say top five receiver in the NFL. Um, I mean, this this narrative that I've seen online and what that, that losing Odell's going to open up the Giants offense, I think is ridiculous. I mean, Odell is a, is a certified star i mean there's no way around that right um you know will it open up things for certain players yes i think evan ingram will have a this will be like his breakout season i mean he had a great rookie year and last year slumped but i think he he'll have a great year i love sterling Shepard. i don't know if he's a number one i don't i don't think that he well, is. He doesn't have to be but i don't think golden tate's a number one either no but they Eli's always played his best football when he has a receiver that can go up and get the ball. And I think, but I think the Giants, I think that's what they're, what they're going to do. I think they're going to implement a more New Orleans style of offense. It's going to have Jimmy to be Graham. A, a spread. Make, and... make Ingram the go down the field and get the ball yeah. guy, but in the wide receiver position. And then, you know, have another tight end be a tight end and then use Shepard and Shepard kind of be like your, your deep route guy and Tate be your short this, route guy. Uh, this season for me is going to be the the prove it year for Pat Shermer because yeah. he's supposed to be this big time offensive minded coach and he's going to have to get creative this year. He's going to have to get creative with, you know, um, confusing defenses. I mean, we have Saquon Barkley, who, you know, is one of the best backs in the league, 
But again, um, the defense is is not there. I mean, there's pieces, but it, it's not where it needs to be. So to me, the Giants are at best eight and eight. Can they surprise people and be ten and six? Sure. I don't think it'll happen. But um, I feel like it's that would the. I think I kind of agree with the eight and eight thing. I think anything above eight and eight is more. It's based exceeding off of how expectation. The, I think it's more based off how the other teams in the division exactly. play. I mean, granted, the the NFC East is always a who knows who's going to win these games type of thing. But like, if the Eagles and the Cowboys both come out with stub toes and and don't play well, and the Giants, you know, win three out of those four games, they could that could be ten. We're gonna see, um, the Cowboys this season. I think the Cowboys this year it's their division to lose. Um. Coming into the year, I mean, they. I think they have the strongest defense, and if the offense rolls how it did at the end of last year, they're they're going to be a tough team to beat. With that said, I think that window is only going to be a couple years long, because Amari Cooper is going to get paid. You got Zeke coming up. Prescott wants big time money. You know, there's there's they just guys, paid Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence. There's other guys on the defensive side coming up, so that team's not going to be together for much longer. Right. So I think we're going to see them go all in in these next couple of years to try and get that deep playoff push yeah, that I they haven't that. had since the 90s. And the thing, too, is more so less about the Redskins and the Giants, more about the Eagles and the Cowboys. They have to play the NFC North this year. Yeah. Which, even if the Bears have a bad year offensively, the defense is still going to be really yeah. good. Even if Kirk Cousins shits the bed, the defense is still going to be really good. And even if the defense in Green Bay doesn't hold up to what it's, you know, to standard, they're still going to be Aaron Rodgers. And the Lions have been improving, and Matt Patricia, who you don't know what you're going to get out of him. I mean, the Lions are always a tough beat. Yeah, they're, they're weird. They're, they're a weird a team. Beat. They 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 play you like they they ramp it up like a little bit better than what they should be every single game. Mm-hmm. But then you also always play down to them. Every team always does. Yeah, and it's odd, but you know, like those are not. None of those four games are gimme wins. Nope, for for not at all. any any of those, um, those teams in the NFC East, especially the, um, Cowboys and the Eagles. But on top of that, too, don't you guys, you guys, also play the AFC East this year too, don't you? Yep. So they the Eagles and the Cowboys have to play the Patriots. The Eagles and the Cowboys are going to have to play good defenses in the Jets and the Bills. And we've seen this, you know, when, when Zeke isn't running well, we've seen the stagnant offense in. That offense is completely contingent on Zeke. Yeah, it completely. is. No, 100%. And the Dolphins, who knows? Like, sometimes they win by 30. Sometimes. But I that... think that the Cowboys, until it shows to be proven, I think the Cowboys are still the team to beat. But um, I got to tell you, if Wentz stays healthy... He, if, he, if, if Wentz stays healthy, he's no doubt the best quarterback in that division. But the thing with me is if he stays healthy, the, it's not Wentz that is going to be the best thing on the team. It's going to be the running game. Because they've got Jordan Howard, and they still have Darren Sproles who can catch passes out of the backfield. And, and the, the the Eagles will just, they'll just they'll run downhill, and then they'll throw. And yeah. I don't know. It's, it's tough. I think if the Cowboys give Dak the – the contract, at least that has kind of been detailed. Mm-hmm. They're going to be shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sorry, Prescott's a he's he's a game managing quarterback, but he's not worth thirty four million dollars a year. No, I, he just isn't. Um, I mean that that type of number. I I know 
everything's inflated, but that's that's for that upper echelon well, if, if quarterback. Th- if they think that's who their franchise quarterback is for the future, then you do what you got to do to yeah. keep him. But my thing is, is like I wouldn't be given somebody that it has nothing to do with the amount of touchdowns that he throws or the yards. For me, it has everything to do with the, the ball security. You can't give somebody $34 million a year that's fumbling the football in the pocket and not looking where he's going yeah. and just throwing stupid picks. Like, that's what you can't do. And, you know, like if he goes out there and he time manages the game and gives the ball to Zeke and makes the check down options and they win, you know, games 21 to 18 and then they win a game 24, 21 and they finish the season out at 11 and 5, even if they, you know, it doesn't matter how you win, what matters is that you won. Yeah. But if those five games are because, you know, the red zone, he had a fumble and then threw a stupid pick and he's got to work on his ball security more than anything else. I don't give a shit about his downfield throwing. He needs to work on his ball security. We've seen quarterbacks in the past have success without having the down-the-field yeah. throw. I mean, there was a lot of speculation that Peyton Manning was going to be a down-the-field guy because he didn't have the arm strength. Granted, he fixed that, and he became a deep ball threat, but... Well, you see it now with Brady. Yeah. Brady doesn't throw downfield. No. When he does, it's bad. Yeah, Brady's a mid-range. Mid mid-range and work, and work the sidelines. Yeah. Brady will, you know, like, Brady is... He's so good at the sideline passes because he knows... If you ever watch Brady throw a sideline pass, it's either right in the pocket or it's overthrown. Yeah. It's never, ever short. He never puts the ball where the other team's going to go get it. Yeah. And so on the deep balls, like, that's why he loves those sideline passes. With Gronk, it was easier to throw a seam because all you had to do was throw it in an eight-foot radius yeah. and he could get it. huge. But now that option's gone. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what Brady does, but... Yeah, there's a lot of weird shit going on. A lot of things at the NFL I'm not really sold I, on this season yet. I, I still think that... I'm not sold on the Bears running away with the NFC North again. I don't think they run away with it, but I, I still think they're, they'll are they compete for it. I mean, you can never count out the Packers. No matter what right. they do, you no, can you never count them and the, out. And the Packers got a lot better yeah. through free agency they spent money. and the draft. And they, they you know, they, they've... You know, then just like the Bears finally followed the mantra of the rest of the NFL, which was <laughs> it only took eighty years. Spend some money, yeah, hundred years, hundred years. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, no, but you know, the I'm not. I could see the Bears winning the division. I could see the Bears missing the wild card by a game. You know, just because the Vikings and the Packers and another, you know, another team stepping up. I'm, I'm not sold on the Seahawks being what they were last year. You know, I, I don't think they're going to be... Seahawks are such a hard team to like. Right. I don't think they're going to be bad, but I think the 49ers are going to be better. They're going to have Garoppolo back, and, you know, I'm, I'm not saying he's... A, I'm, I know you have your concerns about him and your your hesitations, but, I mean, he definitely makes the team better. Like, the team the team's going to be better with him than... I mean, come on. CJ Bethard, baby. Yeah. Nick Mullins <laughs> Nate, was better. Nick. <laughs> Nick Mullins. Um, hey, that guy came out and threw five touchdowns. I'm not, but I'm not. I'm not necessarily sold on the Chiefs. Still, um, I think I need to know what happens with Tyreek Hill. Even with Tyreek Hill, though, the defense didn't. It's not didn't really it, get better. It didn't get better, and they but still and they never they have yet to address the running game. Any any pass catching running back will be good there. Any yeah, of them, but that's just but but you can't only pass the football. Well, they did it last year, <laughs> but they did. But it, it ended up in them not going to the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, D Ford offsides. But, because Damian Williams had a great game. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. If, that, I don't if, know that they would have beat the Rams. If Hill is on the field, it, it that's still a. I it's. But the Chargers got better on defense and offense. They did, and but 
if, if Tyreek Hill is on the field, the Chiefs are at least an 11-win team. If, if he's not, I don't think they win 10 games. He, I think Tyreek is just such he a... spreads the field too much. He's such a dynamic player. Yeah. Him paired with Kelsey, is, it's such a great combo. Um, and, I mean, Sammy Watkins is still effective. The he's only, overpaid, but the he's still The only effective. thing in the NFL I'm sold on is the Patriots winning the AFC East. Well, yeah. And and on, it's not because of the firepower of the Patriots. It's just that even with the division's the, bad. Even with the it's not that it's bad. It's just it's it's on the upswing. They're just not there yet. Yeah. You know, I mean, as long the the Patriots still have Belichick, Edelman, and Brady, so they're still gonna win games. And I hate that. <laughs> so but much. outside of that, like, I mean, there's you know, this is the first time in a long time that you didn't go into a season being like the Steelers got the division. No. You know? And and honestly, I don't think that about the Ravens either. And I I, I have serious hopes and reservation or not reservations but uh hopes and uh doubt no opposite of doubt hope i guess yeah <laughs> no but like not hope but like like predictions or whatever of of the browns doing something maybe not winning the division but making a wild card but like there's all that speculation and i mean i guess i i would say i'm the colts I would be like would be the next team after the Patriots that I would say is most likely to win their division. I mean, Houston's another. T- I mean, the the offensive because even the Chiefs with Tyreek Hill, I'm still not sold on them winning the division. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I'm not sold on them winning the division just because like, the Chargers got Chargers so much got better good. all around. So, I, 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 um, what's one thing? The Browns. Um, I, I tell you, I I know me and Kyle bicker about this. But I, I just don't see how a team like the Browns doesn't go out and have a great year. I know it can happen. I know Baker can take a step back and this and that. But I don't think we're going to see any antics out of Odell Beckham. I don't, I don't think so either. I, think I, I don't think we see he, anything. He There was never, ever, ever issues with him at LSU when he was playing alongside the That's Chiefs. what I mean. Him, like, him and Landry they're played bros. together they, they, they don't high school. And they don't care about who gets the glory. They care about winning. Yes. And that that's what got me like, too. Is with I, Odell, like Odell was such a diva on the Giants because there the games where he wasn't getting his, they still weren't winning. So there was nothing for him to be happy yeah. about. Like you, you, like he's not like Brown. Brown, it doesn't. The, the Steelers could have went sixteen and zero and won the Super Bowl, but if yards. yeah, but if Brown didn't get fifteen hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns on one hundred and twenty receptions, then he was going to be throwing hissy fits. You know, like it's just how that's not I, what Beckham like when the Giants win games, you don't see Beckham flipping out about like if the Giants are up 21 and like he doesn't get a pass thrown to him on a possession. You don't see Brown yeah. Beckham flipping out. I truly believe and and I know everything else points otherwise from what's been talked about him. I think everything was blown out with him in the media just because it's New York. This is a guy that was always team first. He was always team first. And the the media around him i mean he he did stupid things there's no denying it but he was always a team first guy the locker room loved him and for whatever reason from the time he was drafted the giants front office did not care for him they didn't they didn't for whatever i i don't understand but, but you're right it's the media thing i mean like you it blew it up like, and th- this was a guy that he just wanted to go out and win people were telling uh, blowing up that he was criticizing eli in interviews where if you look at what he was saying Besides the Lil Wayne interview was weird. I don't understand what that was. But for the most part, he would go out and say, I want to beat him over the top. Give me a deep ball. He's not saying Eli can't throw deep. 
it's it, the team itself. It wasn't. He's saying that they don't throw deep. They don't do it. Not that he can't. Not that he won't. It's he, just that they just don't like, throw. They deep. don't do it. He's like, I want to beat these guys over the top. I I'm fast enough. I can do. He's like, you know, yeah, the quick slant is cool. I want to beat these guys deep. Yeah. And they couldn't do it. You know, and even just I don't know if it was last week or the week before. I was watching an interview with him with Cleveland, and uh, they were asking him, you know, where do you put your season stats next year? And and I know it's not the exact quote, but he was pretty much irrelevant. He said, if I have 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns and we miss the playoffs, I did not have a good season. If I have 1,000 yards and six touchdowns and we're in the playoffs, that's to him, that's, that's a better yeah. season. He's always been a team first guy. And I know it was always projected the other way. And, and I don't think he was ever given a fair fight in that, but he was always a team first guy. Well, look at, like, a perfect example is, like you said with the media thing, there was, I don't know, 20 articles in, in total that I think I saw about Clint Frazier's cleats and how much yeah. money they were and all this stuff. And who's he play for? New York. But how often do you hear anything about Nolan Arenado? Exactly. One of the best players in the game, but he plays in Colorado. No one gives a shit. Colorado's not news. But Clint Frazier can blow his nose and a weird colored booger can come out. Absolutely. And that's news in New York. And I 100% agree with you. Beckham gets a bad rep. Kyle and you will bicker on it because Kyle will always shit on any team against his team. Yes. That's all it is. And and on the same note, even... And the reason I know, the, the reason that I know that Kyle will only shit on the Browns because they're in the division is because Kyle will defend the Patriots. He defends the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. You know, he, it, Kyle, Kyle is, I, I've said this to him and he gets mad at it. To me, Kyle is a hipster for sports. <laughs> he, he loves things people hate and hates things people yeah. love. Kyle can't get behind the Browns. Kyle can't get behind Josh Rosen or uh, Josh Allen. I would say he loves Josh Rosen. No, Josh Allen. He can't get behind Josh Allen. He, he can't get behind, he couldn't get behind Lamar Jackson winning games last year in Baltimore. You know, he, he can't get behind any of these things, but he, but. Keep in mind, Patriots he, win the Super Bowl; they deserve it. He's Golden a, State. He was rooting for Golden State to win the championship <laughs> the whole time. I, I don't. I don't like Toronto. Kyle, you love Tracy McGrady. You loved Vince Carter. Nobody you hated has ever played for yeah. the, the Raptors. I'm just not a Raptors fan. You love Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> like it's just he. He he's a hipster for sports. You know, it's I. I can understand why he he's not caring about the. I mean, it's a division team, but this was a team we saw play great football last year. I know that the record may not reflect it, but Baker Mayfield balled out last year. He oh, played yeah. great. He had, you know, it took a little while for him to build the chemistry with Landry. You know, Nick Chubb, if he played the whole season, probably would have had 12, 1,300 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't take over as a starter, I don't think, till week eight. And he finished with 996 yards. Nick Chubb is, is po- posed to be a stud in this league. Now you add Kareem Hunt. You add... Odell Beckham, that's two all-pro players. Now, I understand there is, of course, a a possibility that Baker goes out and takes a step back. I don't think it happens because I don't think he's a quarterback that takes over the game. I think he's extremely effective and knows how to use his weapons. You're adding two all-pro players to a team that is already very good. They had three losses last year by less than a field goal or less. Yeah, they they went to overtime a lot. <laughs> yeah, and they tied. <laughs> you know, it, it's this is a team I think that's going to come out and and live up to that expectation. That's why I, I've told Kyle, I've told Ken, I mean, I've said it on the show. I think the Steelers are a ten and six team. 
I think the Browns win more than 10 games. You know what's funny about their overtime record last year? They went 1-1-1. One, one, one. That's hilarious. Because they tied against the Steelers. You know, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, I don't think is going to amount to a good NFL quarterback. I think he's too run first. Unless, for whatever reason, he can develop passing accuracy, he's going to be a flash-in-the-pan guy. Mm-hmm. Um, or or he'll be like a gadget-type quarterback. Hurt. You know, um, the Bengals, dumpster fire. Yeah. They're they're bad for the next five years. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steelers are they're so tough to evaluate because James Conner had a great year, but then he got hurt, so who and knows? And he wasn't the same after. Yeah. And and even to talk about like Le'Veon Bell, you know, Bell I'm sorry, James Conner had a great year. Bell wasn't there, they missed the playoffs. So I mean Right. No, I know what you're you know, like Bell and, wasn't there. They missed the playoffs. And I'm not saying. And I think that regardless, irregardless of what happens this year, good or bad, I think that Juju is going to be a great receiver in this league for a long I think time. Juju's great. But does he take a step back, having to adjust to being the singular receiver on that team? You're going from being the best one-two punch in all of football, arguably the best one-two punch in receiving in yeah. football, to being just you in a division. Where there's good defenses, I mean, and the, good corners. Yeah, there's good corners. Good corners. The, the Ravens and the Browns are both have good defenses. Yeah, and without having that guaranteed guy, I mean, the next best option in the passing game is Vance McDonald. And who Van- to me is like an average tight end. He he's good, he's, but he he's good because he's hard to bring down and yeah. he has wiggle for a big tight end. But like he's not the guy that he's not going out and making the one handed catch. No, and he's not overly fast. So I mean, he can be covered by a linebacker. It's it's tough. I I just see, and, and again, I know I don't I don't want to keep shitting on Kyle, but no, you know we we've argued on the show, whatever Brown was to the Steelers, you're talking about a guy that last season, what did he did he have fourteen fifteen hundred yards and he had fifteen touchdowns, that offensive production is gone, mm-hmm. and and I I still think you know week one and two I think Juju stumbles a bit till he, you know he adjusts to the but I'm sorry, you're you're missing your offensive focal point. Points. Yeah. Bell's gone too. Well, even uh, though he was gone last year, but like yes, you said, they missed the playoffs playoff. without him. So obviously, Bell being gone did make a difference. Yeah, yeah, the defense wasn't great, and yada. But if Bell was there, you're gonna tell me that the Steelers don't win at least three more games because of Bell. So. You know I, what I'm I saying? So. The guy can the guy can easily put a hundred hundred on the board. Yeah. In terms of yards, I mean, and, it, and it's I think James Conner. Is is a very talented back. I'm not, I'm not saying he isn't, but I think he surprised a lot of people, and and he kind of, you know, there there wasn't a lot on him, and he surprised people. I, so I think coming into this year, we'll see him not have. I still think he'll be an explosive back with good game, but I don't think he'll have the same season. I mean, and the Steelers kind of do this thing this year too, which is concerning to me, is that they kind of do a, a on off thing. So like. They start off the season Patriots and Seahawks on the road and then at home against the Seahawks. Then they play the 49ers, easier game, and then they play the Bengals. But then they play the Ravens and the Chargers. Then they play the Dolphins, but then they play the Colts and the Rams. Then it's the Browns. Three tough games right there. Then they get a day off with the Bengals. Then it's the Browns. (laughs) Then it's the Cardinals. Then they get to take a little bit more of a rest with the Bills and the Jets, and then it's the Ravens. So it's like they don't have that. Even Easy those, stretch of even a schedule. Those Bengals games, though, because you know how the Steelers play. Yep, I do. Yep. You know it, it's, 
and if and, and with the the notion of how the Steelers tend to play against the Bengals, they got they host the Colts, host the Rams, then they go on the road to Baltimore, and then on the road to Bengals and the, the Cle- uh, Cincinnati, and they lose the game in Cincinnati, or they win the game in Cincinnati most of the time. Yeah. So that'll be their saving grace. But on the flip side of it, if they lose the road game, that means it goes Patriots, Seahawks, 49ers, home game to the Bengals, which they traditionally lose, and then Ravens, Chargers. So that's like, like a six not There's no gimme game in those six games. That's what I mean. It's And the, the Steelers defense did get better, but did they incorporate enough depth to, defensively to be able to contain Lamar Jackson and cover the just quick over-the-middle pass to – yeah. You know, a, a receiver 10 yards down the field. Because Lamar Jackson doesn't need accuracy to hit 10 yards down the field. Well, he doesn't have a receiver anyway. Well, they got, um, what's his face there? Uh, who they draft? Um, Did they draft a receiver? I, could, I couldn't name a wide receiver on the Ravens. They all left. <laughs> really, Crabtree's gone. Yeah. John Ross is gone. I, I couldn't name a receiver there. Is their running back still Gus Edwards? They picked Marquise Brown okay. with, their, with their first first round pick. That's right. Now he he's he's, he's definitely gonna he's more of a blocker, but he's got speed. So I mean, I think the the Ravens are gonna just try and build their team as a fast offense. It may take another year or so, but they're, they're trying to build they're a trying fast to, offense. They're trying to mimic. They're trying to like put their own tweak on the Chiefs. But I, I see them almost running like a college-type off where it's just fast-paced. You're going to see a lot of hurry-up. You're going to see a lot of quick quick outs, quick you know, quick slants, quick swing passes, and, and then Lamar's going to run. We're not going to see a lot of uh, – I don't think you're going to see a ton of play action. You know, they'll mix it in to keep defenses guessing, but you're not going to see a lot of long offensive plays. It's going to be that fast-paced – no huddle up to the line. Keep the defense, you know, out of breath. Yeah. Although, because if if they try and slow Lamar down, he's not going to play well. Yeah. He's just not that quarterback. But he's got he's got the speed though, where it's like you can't just be like, all right, we're going to sit back, we're going to send four, and sit back in coverage because y- you can't trap him. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna gas yourself out trying to contain it. That's what I mean. And that's so, what they're going to keep their foot on the gas and keep defenses coming at them. Right. And and then just have Lamar run around him. I don't know. Is it, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And like, like much to the, like the difference of Kyle and Kendall, but not going into the mass territory of hating my team. <laughs> um, but like, like I recognize like, like the, the, the bears have a great defense still. Yeah. They had, they lost Amos, but they added haha Clinton Dix. They added a better ball he signed with the bears. Haha Clinton Dix. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They got a one year deal for him. Uh, Really he he, he went. He's like, I'm I'm going to win a ring. He's like, I'm I'm gonna go try to win a ring, and then I'm gonna go seek out my major deal. But he went. You know, he played well with the Redskins. He was good with the Packers. He was great. He wasn't like a he wasn't a top safety, but he has top safety potential. He's yeah. still young, and who knows? I mean, maybe he plays really well in the system, and the Bears offer him big money. They still have the ability to offer some big money because Mitch is only going into year three. Yeah, that you know, Tariq Cohen's not getting paid yet. They they well, have, they're not gonna pay him. No, they're not. Next, next man up. <laughs> next man up. Next man up. They, they drafted the running back there. Uh, That's it. He's gonna have a great yeah, year. He's gonna, he's gonna have a great three years, <laughs> and then next man up. But um, like, so the Bears still have a great defense. I mean, a lot is gonna rely on Mitch and his ball distribution, you know. But they they didn't lose any offensive talent. I mean, they lost Jordan Howard. 
but they did gain a running back. They also and didn't the, use Jordan Howard, right? And, I think and they, they gained a they gained a running back. The Bears are good at drafting mid mid round running backs, or mm-hmm. yeah, like middle of the pack running backs in the in the three to seven three to six range. So, but like the Packers spent money and they got a lot better defensively, and they have Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings went out and spent some money. They retained Barr, and they they still have a great defense. The Lions, like we said, are never an easy out. So it's like. Do I see? Could I see the Bears going this season? Could I see them running into the season and going thirteen and three? Absolutely. Could I see them stumbling and going nine and seven? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Trubisky's just going to keep continuing to grow. I mean, we saw games last year where I mean he looked like the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, other games where he didn't, but the, I mean, he shows flashes of just pure greatness. And and his whole career up to this point, granted it's only two years, yeah. could be summarized by his first start against the Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. where he went out, he threw a touchdown, he let him down the field, he brought him back, he did, made some bonehead moves, he did some great things, and then he sealed the game off with a bad throw with a pick. Yeah, and it's like that has pretty much summed up his season. It's just that instead of doing like instead of being like that every game, he just has the games where he's either great. Or he's bad. Yeah. My key for Mitch Trubisky to have a great season and lead the Bears to another NFC North title is that he needs to continue to use his legs appropriately. Yeah. He I can't agree. become a run first quarterback. He needs to run when he needs to run and stay in the pocket when he needs to stay in the pocket. Now, the the Bears play the same schedule as the Packers and the Vikings, with the exception of the seeding games. And so the Bears have a tougher schedule because they got to go out and they have to play the Saints. And then they have to go out there. They host the Saints and then they have to go on the road and play the Rams, which are two hard games. Yeah. Whereas the the Packers are going to play the 49ers. Who had the first pick this year? Who finished worse? 49ers or Cardinals? Cardinals were dead. Cardinals had. So the, the, the Packers will play because the Packers finished third, right? So the Packers will play the 49ers and then they'll play the Panthers. Or no, the Falcons. I think the Falcons yeah. finished third. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the the Vikings will play the Falcons and they'll play the Seahawks. Which I mean it's just like like the Packers now, right now, with Aaron Rodgers being healthy and the additions they made, they're better than the Panthers. And they're better than or the Falcons and they're better than the 49ers. Like they are. Yeah. You know, that's basically whereas but are the Bears better than the Rams? Last year was I, a, was a, I think so. Last year was a a, a, a real boring but good game. I think they're better than the Rams. I think they're better than the Cowboys. Yeah. But like but with that being said, they gotta play both all three of those teams that we talked about have to play the AFC West. Yeah. You know? And the Bears have a very fortunate they drew a very fortunate schedule that they have to take advantage of this year. And that when they go and play the AFC West this year, um, tell me how they lucked out with this. They play the Broncos and the Raiders on the road. They host the Chargers and the Chiefs doesn't get much better that's, than that that's big and then when you go and you play the the they play the east it's the it's a swap thing so they host they host the giants and the cowboys yeah and then they play in, in philadelphia and washington and they're they're historically very bad in both those stadiums <laughs> whenever they play the redskins it's always the whoever has the ball last mentality yeah which has always boasted well for both teams because good running games but like now it's like washed up Adrian Peterson against a really good run defense and no established running back versus you know so I'm interested to see who ends up being like the cap casualties during camp because I mean I, I haven't looked at the list yet to see like who's potential but you always see like you know the veteran guys that get cut and move and and I I love that part of the offseason 
because they get picked up by somebody, and not always, but sometimes they make a, a good impact. Because, well, now you're playing with that chip that, you know, you cut me, I'm going to make you pay. And and I always I always like to see that. Um, I have one here. I have a list right here that was posted um, recently. <laughs> well, it's well, a cap casualty for all 32 teams. Potential cap casualty. You want to look at it after break? What do you mean? Because we're about break time. Oh, no? oh. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll go to break. We'll come back and we'll look at it after break. I mean, some of these guys are going to be people where, you know, I'll skip certain ones and yeah. we'll go from, you know, because, like, like, I'm looking at right now the Jets have an offensive tackle. Like, we probably <laughs> don't, don't know who he don't is. Don't care. Right. <laughs> Cut him. But, but there's some big names on here that there I always is. very see other teams picking up. And there always is. We'll, we'll we'll do that, and we'll talk about where we could see them potentially landing. Yeah, due to cap space. So I'll pull that up, and I'll pull up cap cap space for other teams. So, uh, but until then, uh, drink a beer, crack a cold one, itch your balls or your vagina. We're not discriminate here, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you in 120 seconds. 35 minutes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and now. Back to getting sports with drunk on the PPRN radio network. Can you hear us now? There you go. Oh, here we go. All right. Rita, with some technical <laughs> She's doing a bang up job over there, though. She's doing a great job. Still learning on the field on the fly. So, welcome back to getting sports with drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake Thirdler, and I'm joined by Mock. Yeah. See, I didn't do the the thing for you. Thank you. I'm pretty sure that's eight. It would make sense if it's in a clockwise rotation. Talk. Nope, I don't hear anything. Try nine. Yep. There you go. Sorry. Oh, and you turned it off halfway through your words. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's up, Peter. All right, so before we went to break, we talked about um, Mokshin had brought up the cap cap casualties. Casualties. So I brought up a list of uh, potential salary cap casualties for all 32 teams. And oh, uh, this is old. Never mind. Can't go off this because the first person on here is Nick Foles. <laughs> uh-huh. So as you, as you find a new one, mm-hmm. um, the other night I think this was Friday night. I I had to go to my sister's dance recital, but then afterwards, I get back to Mercer's house. I'm I'm like getting ready to go to bed, and she calls me like, "Hey, we're going to Los Mariachis. I'm in the driveway. Let's go." All right. So I get in the car. Now we show up like a half an hour before like last call. So I was ordering Coronas two at a time. <laughs> <laughs> the lady's like, what do you want? To-? I was like, can you bring two Coronas? And she's like, uh, yeah. So that like, have you ever gotten to the point in a night? And, and granted, yes. it's, well, what I mean, like, it's already like midnight, 1 a.m. ish. And I'm sitting there going, all right. I'm at the point where I would like to drink a lot of beer. But I've now been cut off from said beers. We need to make a move here. Like, either we go back to the house and I keep going, or, or we got to make a decision. And I'm standing in the parking lot for like an hour and a half. No beers. I was pretty bummed about it. But I, I've learned a good system with the ordering two at a time. Because <laughs> Saturday night, we were at the PLAV in Meriden for a dinner. And I walk up to the bar and I was like, yeah, can I just have two Budweiser's twice. So I was doubling up, saved the trip back to the bar, was working out well for me. Used all my cash, which I didn't mean to do. But what are you going to do? 
How are we looking on that list? I've kind of vamped as long as I can go. <laughs> so, like, all the lists I'm finding are from, like, March and earlier. Let's talk 2017 cap casualties. <laughs> hey, could you see this guy being cut? Yep, yep, I could. And let me tell Julius, you what. Julius Thomas traded. <laughs> oh, here we go. 34 famous celebrities who start as adult film stars. That, for some reason, You're going to want to go ahead and bookmark that. <laughs> bookmark. <laughs> Read that later. We'll do that on the, the Tuesday podcast. <laughs> um, well, I mean, we could just go off this older list here and... We'll, we'll doctor it up. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to have to kind of like... I don't, I don't know if like some of these guys have already been cut. Like, that's <laughs> a problem. Because some of these guys are kind of just like whatever type of guy. Yeah, so this guy is already not on the team anymore. Tell you what. It was it, Charles Clay from the Bills. He's a cardinal. <laughs> He's terrible. He's so bad. Now, th- there is something we, we can discuss if, if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen Michael Thomas's requests? No. He is asking to be paid $22 million per year as a wide receiver. Wow. That's a lot of money. I think that that is absolutely that's, absurd. Isn't that like what Khalil Mack makes as an edge rusher? That's that's quarterback money. Yeah. That's quarterback money. Which, like, yeah, that's like what Aaron Donald and Khalil yeah. Mack make. And not that Michael Thomas doesn't change the game, but the guy putting the ball in his hands is more important than the guy catching it. It's 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 unbelievable because I, I think Michael Thomas is an elite receiver, but $22 million. I think the thought process, though, behind it, and he's looking at it from a business standpoint, is that they're going to be getting into a point where Drew Brees is going to be retiring sooner rather than later. Yeah. And they're either going to go with Bridgewater, who still isn't proven, or they're going to draft somebody. So, so there'll be money to there'll spend. There'll be money to spend. Why not spend it on him? And I get it. I, he's I get that. that he's, he's proven that he's worth spending money on, but that's a lot of money. That's a, that's a lot. lot of money for a team that does have other holes. That has other holes and other young guys coming up. I mean, I'm sorry. I, you have Kamara soon. I mean, he's he's what? Last year was his third year. Kamara. Uh, yeah, I believe so. So Kamara's coming up on his extension. Um, you know, you have some defensive pieces. I I can't see you give one one receiver twenty two million. Yeah. It, it to me, it's just absurd, and. They they have, like you said, other needs they need to address. I mean, the defensive side of the ball for New Orleans isn't solid by any means. I mean... It's good pass rush, okay secondary. Yeah, but they, they give up a lot of points. You know, and lucky for them, I mean, Breeze can drop 42 on anybody. Mm. You know, but I, I can't see a team doing it. I mean, I know the Giants gave Odell, I think it was 18, which to me, again, is is high, but... $22 million a year. My thing with the receiver position versus like the defensive end position, because like we said, Aaron Donald and Cleo Mack are making, and Aaron Donald knows I'm an edge rusher, but like they're, they're making quarterback money. But my thought process on them versus the receiver is that if you traditional, if you hold a traditional like blitz and send, or not a blitz, but a traditional pass rush and send four people. Yeah. Like, Aaron Donald's a freak of nature. Like, he's the guy that gets to the quarterback versus everybody else. But, like, Khalil Mack's the guy that gets to the quarterback versus everybody else. Like, Akeem Hicks can do it. But, like, but like all the other guys are just their hole pluggers that can get to the quarterback but don't regularly. 
They're they're hole pluggers that can hold their own in a one on one or or still provide pressure in a two on one scenario. And then the other guy is the guy who gets to the quarterback and they yeah. take advantage of that. The Khalil Max, the Aaron Donalds, or or even take advantage of the two on ones and still find a way to do it. But like with a wide receiver, you're not going to win Super Bowls with one star wide receiver oh. and nobody else. It's just not going to happen. I forget the stat, too, but I remember seeing it. Um, I think it was around the time like Odell signed or whoever it was. But they said, if you look over the last, even let's say, five years, look at the Super Bowl teams. None of them had the the expensive wide receiver. Which one? The Super Bowl teams? Think about it. Yeah, because th- that was pre-Alshon Jeffrey for the Eagles. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. They had they had Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, the but, uh, but he's not making huge money. Right, that's true. The, the Patriots, nobody makes huge money <laughs> on the Patriots. And the last team before the Patriots was... Um, God, Den- Denver? No. Patriots won... Patriots beat the Rams. Then the year before that, the Eagles beat the Eagles Patriots. Eagles beat the Patriots. The year before that was the... Could it have been the Broncos? No. Yeah, I think it was. I think the year before that was the Patriots beating the Falcons, and then the year the Patriots that... beating the Falcons was after the Broncos. Right, and I think the year before that was the Broncos beating yeah. the Panthers. Yeah. So, so it was... but Demary- <sighs> and and, 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 and fuck and, the Patriots. But the thing is, is that like honestly though, anybody before that Patriots Falcons Super Bowl, no wide receivers were making no quarterback money. I mean, they had Demarius Thomas, but like, but even look at both teams is what I'm saying. So like yeah. that Broncos Panthers Super. Bowl. There wasn't a high-paid receiver. Damaris wasn't getting paid yet. No, I mean Julio Jones, but like he wasn't getting paid quarterback money. The but he he it. didn't have his big contract yet. That's true too. Yeah, you know they they had that money to spread, and I mean, yeah. I I can't see because the the window too on a lot of these big time receivers, it's almost like cornerbacks where you don't you're not gonna get ten eight, years of that. Yeah, production. it's just you're gonna get. What what te- teams go out and they look for the Richard Shermans, the Jimmy Smiths. They go out and they look for the Odells. They look yeah. for the Antonio Browns. But teams should be going out and looking for the Champ Baileys and the Julian Edelmans. The people that go out and they, well, they put up above average stats at a consistent level for a decade. And see, then, and look at those teams. They they win games because of it. The, the Edelman thing I can counter only because we see the Patriots sign these guys that fit what they want and not enough teams do that the patriots if you look have, have set the blueprint for success mm-hmm. they've said it it's there well the, the problem though is they've set the blueprint for success but there's one key element missing two key elements missing it's a franchise quarterback that stays relatively healthy for a career and a head coach that knows what he's doing and has control of his locker room that's the thing and and that's what I mean. They they set the blueprint there, and they're the only team that sticks to it. They're right, the only team. Win or loss, you don't see Belichick ever panic and 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 fall out of game plan. No. He makes adjustments, but it's never something huge. I he he never overcompensates. No, he doesn't do the Andy Reid thing. He if he starts getting beat, he'll he'll stick to his he'll make his adjustments like you said, but he sticks to his plan until well, I mean you know with, late. The thing but. with like with like you see like the Mike Tomlins. The Andy Reeds. They're emotional. Even even the the, the um uh blank on his name, Seahawks. Carroll, P. Carroll. P. Carroll. But like you see these guys like they go in and they, they change up like okay, like the passing game's not working. 
let's try pounding the run and doing play action or whatever. Belichick doesn't do it. Belichick instead goes, okay, so the passing game's not at working. I'm taking that guy out and putting this guy in. Yeah. And I'm going to keep plugging different guys in until it until works. Because I know that this is what's going to beat this team. And that's why, that, that to me, I, I know we've had the argument on the show, that to me is why Belichick will forever be more important to that team than Brady. Brady's a big part, don't, don't get me wrong. But Belichick being the mastermind behind the scenes on the side is forever going to be more important. We'll we'll always disagree on the fact that I don't think either one of them would have the success without each other. And I I don't mean that, like, yeah, Belichick has six rings. Like, he would have, I don't think, but I don't think he would have three without Brady. And and the the reason I say it is because, like, Belichick, if Belichick was an Andy Reid, it'd be different. But Belichick's a defensive minded coach. So Tom Brady is essentially the offensive coach. Like, Belichick is more of, like, the enforcer and, like, I'm in charge. Yeah. So people like uh, Gray, when he missed, you know, he had that 300-yard game, Gray, the 250-yard yeah. game, and then missed, missed the meeting and, got and then caught. And never played again. <laughs> um, it's like, like, unheard of. Right. But, like, like him, like, like that's that's a Belichick thing. Like, that's not going to stand. We're not, we're not standing for that type of thing. But, but Brady, like... I, Brady's always had a good defense and he's had a good offensive line, but but I, the amount of I, games that Brady's won on his arm is I not truly, small. I truly believe, and I'm, I'm trying to say this not as a person that hates the Patriots and Tom Brady, but I truly believe that if Brady did not have Belichick, he wouldn't have any, I, I think he would have zero rings. I think it depends who you replace Belichick with. That's fair. That's fair. Because like, I think... I think if you take Brady and you substitute him into that early 2000s Eagles offense. Yeah, that's, that's a fair. Win, I think he wins a ring with Andy Reid. That's a fair counter. Or Well, Andy Reid's going to mismanage the time and call timeouts when they don't need to be called. But I think, but, but I think that Brady's I, caliber. I know, I'm, you know I'm being I'm funny. But, all right, no, I know what you're saying. But, like, but like Brady with, like, maybe Brady with the Packers, with Mike McCarthy, could have done a little more. See that, too? I mean... How how much of that team do you think was on McCarthy versus was on Rodgers? In what aspect? In in the sense of like the the team success, um, I mean, because because Rodgers had a lot of games where it was like last minute drives. So like, how much do you put on McCarthy was a great coach or Rodgers was just a great player that made McCarthy look good? I think it's equal. Okay, no, that's fair. I I don't think. Um, because McCarthy, McCarthy took the, all the defense, the rap. That defense was so good for so long. Too. They were. That defense was really was really good. Um, but that's right. Like towards the end of last year, we saw McCarthy take the rap as it's yeah. your fault. Right, and, and I think that I think they succeeded equally together, and I think they're underachieving as an Aaron Rodgers led football team yeah. is deserved equally. All right, so Rebecca pulled up a Sporkle quiz. We're going to do this. Uh, I believe the Red Baron's on his way. So, or he should be here soon. So we'll save this ca- casualty thing for when he gets here. I can't wait for when he shows up and says we haven't been on the air this whole time. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. So, uh, so Rebecca pulled up the Sporkle quiz, which we'll hope it moves a little. She has way better typing speed than Kendall. So it's 10 minutes long. There's 40 things. It's a chain question, chain game, though, which means if you answer one wrong, it's done. So we're going to... Now, Rebecca, before we start, I don't know if this is within your realm. But are you able to put it onto the Facebook Live video? If not, it's okay. 
No, like. <laughs> so, no. no That's okay. Answer. That's okay. That's all right. So, it's, uh, can you pick the correct answers in this NFL chain <laughs> game? Sorry. That was fun. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The, That's right. Just call answer, your dad. It's fine. We're only on the show. <laughs> the answer to each question serves as the beginning of the following clue. It's my favorite category on Jeopardy. So if I'm understanding that correctly, so like if the answer is, if the answer is, she, her mic's not on, but she said I know, Bob you Saget. You have a microphone. Turn it on. So if if the answer was, like we'll call it like, I don't know, Michael Thomas, then like the next answer might be Thomas. That's Edwards. The, I don't know if it's gonna be players or if it's like first down. So do you want to try down? To do, do you want to try to do this together or do you want me to go yeah. in the other room and you take a stab at it by yourself? <laughs> do this twice for ten minutes? No, no, we'll do it together. No, it's not ten minutes though, because I think it's the chain game. So I think once you get it wrong, it's over. There's a timer. Right, right. But you only have I, ten minutes. I say we just do right, it together. So let's start it. Don't make Rebecca? these poor people listen to right. this twice. Oh, okay, so who holds the NFL record for consecutive games started? It's Favor, right? Yeah. I believe it's Brett Favor. Yeah. Fuck you, Ben McAdoo. Who was Falcons by which team? The Falcons. Atlanta Falcons, Rebecca. At- Atlanta Falcons. Whose starting tight end in 2012 was Anthony Gonzalez, right? Tony Gonzalez. Oh, yeah, Anthony. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez. Who was second in all-time receptions behind Shannon Sharp? All-time oh. receptions. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, Jerry Rice. Yeah. It's got to be Jerry Rice. Who won how many Super Bowls? Mm. It's got to be three. Yeah, he win six. With what team? San 49ers. Francisco 49ers, yep. Uh, the Reggie Wayne team? <laughs> no. <laughs> Whose all-time leading rusher is... it Frank is, Gore? It's got to be Frank Gore. Oh, oh God, Kyle! Kyle. <laughs> well, hold on. What college what is college up there? What college is up there? <laughs> Virginia Tech, I see. Yep. I, uh, that's also, the only one. So, no, is it? Yeah. So it's got to be Virginia Tech. Nope. There's another one up there somewhere. There's another one up there somewhere. All right, so we lost it. Hold on, where? Let's re- Let's redo it. There isn't another one. There's got to be. I think she clicked the wrong box. <laughs> All right, so let's start it over. All right. NFL consecutive game started as Brett Favre. Favre. Oh, yeah, there is a Miami over there. Which is drafted <laughs> by the <Atlanta> Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> and their starting 10 in was Tony Gonzalez in 2012, who's behind Jerry Rice on all-time receptions. And Jerry Rice won three Super Bowls with the 49ers, whose all-time leading rusher is Frank Gore. Who went to Miami? Yeah, right, right, right. Third, third, yeah, which is also the college of longest. It's got to be Reggie Coles Wayne. Ra- yeah, it's got to be Reggie Wayne. Who oh, it's got to be six. <laughs> Nineteen, you know, one thousand, <laughs> which is half as many as former Chiefs offensive linemen. Oh man! All right, so let's see the players we got. Uh, could it be Marcus Allen? Uh, or Will Shields? I don't know. Was Marcus Allen an offensive lineman? I don't know. I thought Marcus Allen was a defensive lineman. It might be David Wilson. No, that, he's a running back. Oh, yeah, he is, right. So what are the options we got? Will Shields and... I mean, I guess... I, I, I think it's Will Shields. I think Marcus Allen's a defensive player. Yeah. All right. Who used to block for this running back from oh, 1990. Yeah. No. I, no? No, Jamal Lewis. He wasn't a running back? From 93 to 97. Who else could it be? David Wilson? No, he was he was more recent on the Giants. Was he really? Yeah, Flip Wilson. I don't even know who that is. Oh, Marcus Allen. Who won a Super Bowl with... I don't think he was a Steeler. 
<laughs> I was say, it's a pretty safe bet to be a Patriot, but... Yeah, who are the teams up there? The Redskins haven't won a Super Bowl. Cardinals, Ravens. Neither of those teams have won a Super Bowl recently. Chiefs. Chiefs haven't won one in a long time. Raiders. When's the Raiders haven't won one in a long time either. Dolphins, nope. Nope. Uh, Patriots, Giants, Eagles, Steelers. It's got to be Patriots or, oh, I was going to say, or Steelers. <laughs> All right, so we're not going to keep doing this because it's going to be repetitive. All right, so pick a different We'll place. find a typing one. Just hold on. No, 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 no. Go to the right. You see where it says random sports or football quiz? Go down. Yep. Do football. Click football. We're not doing sports. So it'll pop up with like rugby. Yeah. Who's the best golfer? Can you name the 51 players with the most combined goals? Oh, we went assist? football. We went football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went to soccer. Oh, that's funny. I'm like, wait a minute. Can Messi. You name the Messi. Sweet- nope. Messi. Nope. Skip that one. We're not doing Swedish soccer. Do random sports. Whatever happens, happens. Can you name the athletes pictured sporting number six? No. I, oh, yeah. We played that one. <laughs> I, played see that one. I see you. I see you. All right. So, see what we can do. There's 12 of them here. You can't see them. but Ryan uh, Howard. Yep. Ryan Howard. Gross. Kristaps. Porzingis. So, K-R-I-S-T-A-P-S. Uh, Afrojack. I don't know how to spell Porzingis. Type Kristaps. Por, P-O-R-Z-I-N-G-U-S. Might be A-S. G-U-A-S? G-U-A-S. All right. That's not LeBron James. (laughs) LeBron. Oh, it has to go in order? No, 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 no. LeBron James. Uh, Julius Irving. I'm sorry. E-R. That's that's Afrojack. (laughs) Afrojack. Tyson Chandler. Tyson Kidd. Jay Cutler. Yeah, I see Jay down there. I knew why Paul wanted to do this one. Uh, Bill Russell. Yep. Uh, these hockey ones are really hard, though. I'm not. I'm not good with numbers. Six on the. Is that a Yankees jersey? No. Or no, Detroit. Detroit and Royals. Joe DiMaggio. Just type Bob. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know who great Detroit Tigers greats are. I don't even know. Who's number six on the Royals? <laughs> She's, no, it's, there's a Z in there. Yeah, there's it's definitely. Porshingus. Porshingus? Porshingus. Oh my god. <laughs> Christoph's Porshingus. Oh, this is riveting radio. Oh, we got it. Um, Six, is that an Orioles hat? Yeah. Is that Ken Griffey Sr.? On the Royals? No, 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 the Orioles. No, that's a white guy. Ken Griffey Sr. is white. No, Cal Ripken. <laughs> oh, Cal Ripken. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Ed? Did you put an Ed? Ed Ta- Smith? Did you type Ripken? Well, he's he's also batting without a helmet. That's true. But try Ripken. Bobby Fly. Right. Try a Fisher. F-I-S-H-E-R. No C. Not not Mike Fisher. I'm trying to Talk think of the capital Jenna? of Predators is. Uh, God, I'm blanking. All right, new one. Mike Jones. Yeah. All right, Rebecca. Just just hit give up so we can see the answers. No, I'm trying to click it. Done. There you go, Paul. You want to do this one? 
You want me to do this? Oh, one? I see the Bruins bear. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, so Oilers. Oh, you gotta click it. Oh, Lou. Oh my God. I'm <laughs> go to next. Go to next. I'm gonna do this by okay. Nope. Fuck this. NCAA Division. This is terrible radio so far. I love it. <laughs> fuck the NCAA Division One. All right, go ahead. All right. New York oh. Knicks. Who played the most games for the New York Knicks? Tony uh, Esposito. No, Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Ewing. Oakland Athletics. Uh, go go next, unless you know it. I don't, I don't know it. Uh, well, if we get it wrong, are we done? No. Uh, uh, it might be Eckersley. <laughs> no, 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 not for this one. No. Oh, Julie oh. Serving. Yeah, Julie Serving. Julie Serving. Well, it's about time. Kendall, was Tony Esposito a Ram? All right, well, who up there Phil was a good <laughs> Denver Nuggets would be... Uh, Edward and Carcion. No, Alex English. Denver Broncos is Elway. Blue Jays is a Carcion. Oh, I gotta point you guys in. Esposito. Yeah, spell Porzingis. Ha! Tony Esposito. Tony! One seven seconds! New Devil jerseys. Oh, Phil! Oh, my God. Oh, she does. She's just clicking. Oh, my God. Eckersley, I think, was the athletics one. Was it? That makes sense. What are you drinking over there? I got uh my Bon Voyage, which I'm about to drink in about five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> You're gonna slam that and savor the Keystone? <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Well, actually, <laughs> so you know, it's the about the same. Thing is hard because it's it's not like. All right, can you? Find so, me? all right. So it's gone. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. If I knew it was gonna be like this, I would have just canceled. No, it's fine. Rebecca did her best, and uh, it was good. It was good. All right. 2000 A's. What does that even mean? Can you name the sports things beginning with M in two minutes? All right. Marlins. Go. MLB team. Mets. NFL team. Um, the Miami. No, it's got to. No, it's got to be a team. Um, M, M. 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 Oh my god. Um, well, just type in magic because I feel like basketball is up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. NFL team. I'm, I'm really fucking blanking um, on this right now. Oh my god. Well, at least we got a minute and 30 seconds to kind of <laughs> not embarrass ourselves. Um, you should pa- pause it. Pause it, Rebecca. M. Pause it. We're going to think of this one and then when we come back, we'll restart the quiz and we'll hit it hard. But I'm really blanking on M. And it's kind of like making me really upset. All right, well, uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go division by division. Right. Seahawks, Rams, 49ers, Cardinals. Okay. Bears, Packers, Lions, Vikings. Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins. Panthers, Saints, Falcons, Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Patriots, Jets, Bills, Dolphins. Bengals, Steelers, Browns, Ravens. Colts, Texans, Titans, Jaguars. Broncos, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chargers. Chargers Ty- go ahead and type Miami again. She did, but it didn't show up for them. Well, it showed up for Badger. Type it again. Oh, you're not typing. Uh, I know how to type. The Miami Miamis. There's no one in the NFL. It's NHL. Oh, NHL. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. All right, so let's restart this quiz because we wasted a lot of time. Did anybody else not read it? I know, uh, that might as well be 10 miles away. I can't read <laughs> So, Rebecca, can you click give up? And restart this quiz. All right. All right. That was absolutely... So Rebecca, don't start it without us. So this isn't your stupid. quiz. 
No, stop it and restart it, Rebecca. This isn't. Can you, Kendall, control her? Kendall, slap her. Make her stop drink it. more 7 p.m. coffee. Stop it. Oh, we heard about that. You made her drink coffee at 7 p.m.? <laughs> no, I didn't make her drink coffee. So work made uh, coffee. Uh, now, on Sunday, I'm usually the last one there. Mm-hmm. So someone on air made like a big pot of coffee. And you know me, I hate waste. So <laughs> I started just started filling cups. So, uh, I ended so up, funny. I ended up with like six cups of coffee. I chugged like three and a half hour. <laughs> and I was like, well, you have some. Were you and, jittered? Uh, I'll tell you what, I slept pretty poorly last night. <laughs> Oh, this was last yesterday? This is yesterday. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that part. All right, so let's start the quiz. On your mark, get set, go. All right, MLB team, Marlins. NHL team, Maple Leafs. NBA Maple. team, LEAFS. Maple Leafs. <laughs> NBA team, Magic. Super Bowl host city, Miami. FIFA World Cup Golden Boot. Massey. Messi. M-E-S-S-S. Messi. That's right. Messi. <laughs> I don't think, me- two S's. I don't think he won it, though. I don't think Messi won it. Golden boot winner. Um, I didn't even know that award. <laughs> it's whoever scores the most goals. Oh, Mueller. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. What's Messi? M-U-L-L-E-R. Is there a silent H? Yep, there we go. Uh, Champions League European Cup winner. Munich. M-U-N-I-C-C. M-U-N-I-C-H. We'll just start making stuff up over there. <laughs> oh, okay, so that one didn't count. Man City. Manchester United. Man United. How the hell did we get Melbourne? She spelled something wrong. Men's Wilbur. Rebecca, Manchester. just type it. Manchester United. Oh, oh F11. <laughs> All right. Uh, Spanish Premier League team. Uh, Madrid? I don't I don't know because it's Real Madrid. It would be... Uh, skip that one. All right. Africa Cup <laughs> of Nations host. Uh, um, Man, Madagascar. Good guess. <laughs> Morocco. Two C's. Morocco. Two C's Morocco. Does that say Smoker World Champion? All right. Tour de France. <laughs> Me. <winner? laughs> All right. So we can go ahead and just get rid of this quiz because I thought this was just going to – I didn't realize we were going – there's a lot of soccer questions. All right. Get up. Give up. New quiz. So here's the thing, Rebecca. You can't type 74 words per minute because you've misspelled yeah, no every way. one of them. Oh, no, so the that keyboard. so the slow keyboard makes you type, type in a K wrong letters. <laughs> it's so oh, slow. I hit that K an hour ago. <laughs> hey, what's the gain on on Mox? Uh, mic, oh, mic on. What do you tell me? I it sound bad. So, no, no, it sounds a little crispy. Ooh, I like that. Well, it, it doesn't matter. It sounds like you should get on the board. Really, <laughs> do, do you want to trade? Oh, I want to go home. All right, let's let's swap. All right, so while Kendall does that, he can hear me. So we were talking before. We'll do the cap casualty thing. Oh, we're in. So the cap casualties. Um, wow, we only got fifteen minutes till the break. No break. No break. Sure. All right. So we talked about Kendall's cap here. Casualties. He worked all day. He doesn't need a break. He didn't. He didn't really work. I don't know. What does he have on his neck right there? What what is that? Is that a lanyard? No, it was off. Nah, she, was she just kind of yelling. Talk. She just kind of had conversations with us off mic. Ooh, static. Yeah, a lot of like noise going on oh, right it's now. This fr- <laughs> it's this freaking what? The the wire hookup. Yeah, it, it it makes that noise. It's been doing this for a while, but you don't wear headphones. Uh, I should take these off because I hear a lot of shit. I didn't realize how bad the production was. 
Yours are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. I thought I'd get a chuckle out of my <laughs> Kendall, did you hear what I said? I did. <laughs> yeah, my good. All right, so we were talking before about cat casualties. Um, so this article is a little cl- better. This one came out in May. It was here, 12 veteran players who could be on the chopping block after the draft. So I'm not sure about all of them, but so we'll start off with this one. So Brandon Williams, nose tackle from the Baltimore Ravens. He has a 2019 cap hit of $14 million. If he is released, he will save $6.25 million in cap space. And he... Uh, there's a moderate level. To, this is like a thing that they did. So it's a moderate level to clear cap space for the Ravens. Yep. So the Ravens, as of right now, have a little over $12 million in cap space. Brandon Williams, in six years, has produced... Five and a half sacks, 221 total tackles. So. It's pretty good for a nose tackle. I'm saying, so do you think this is somebody that the Ravens disembark with to save six, six and a half mil? Um, and then if so, where do, where do we see him going? Can I ask a follow-up question? Yeah. On your list, are there any wide receivers? Um, I'll have to scroll through. Uh... No, uh, yeah, one wide receiver and two tight ends. May I ask who the receiver is? The receiver is Nelson Aguilar. Okay, so no, they don't cut him. And then the tight ends are Kyle Rudolph and Ryan Griffin. Well, um, not Brian Griffin. Well, Rudolph, I think we could take off the list. He he just signed an extension. Yeah, but <laughs> could you imagine that? <laughs> well, that'd they be a gave New York Giants cousins a guaranteed bunch of money. Yeah, and. But I mean, like they just gave him an extension like two weeks ago. Um, but for lot can change to save. I mean, the six million—that's a decent savings. But they need all the help they can get on that defense, and and those numbers are solid for a nose tackle. I mean, that's a guy that's not on the field for every play, right? So I I think he stays put. Okay. If he's cut, Detroit Lions. You think so? Yeah, I mean, Matt Patricia, why not just load up on defensive linemen? Traded for snacks. The Detroit Lions do have $23 million in cap space. Um, I mean, I don't think they cut them because I don't think... Like they can you afford said, to. I just don't, well, it's not that they can't afford to. I just don't think there's a, there's nothing worth saving. Like, they're not, there's nobody that they're going to sign for $18 million by doing... You know what I'm saying? Like, by cutting him... like By cutting him, there's somebody that's got to be... You, you'd have to sign worth $12 million, essentially. Like, so, like, I don't think there's anybody on their radar. If he were to get cut, though, I could see a team like the Raiders picking him up. There's, yes. They still have a lot of cap space. I could also see the Colts picking him up. They have $45 million in cap space still. Uh, you know, they spent no money. Isn't that amazing? They spent no money. How do they do that? I think there's a lot of, you know, plans I think the Colts had in mind. Like, hey, we're going to really bolster this offense. We're going to get Bell. We're going to go out, going to get a, a receiver to pair with Hilton. Oh and then God. they just didn't do any of it. <laughs> well, they, it's not at, that they didn't. They missed out. I'm looking at some of these dead cap numbers. Wow. Yeah. The, the Colts, Giants. Yeah. $34 million, Second worst in the NFL. Because yeah. we're still, we got to pay Odell. We're paying Olivier Vernon. It's, it is what it is. But and I Landon think. Collins money too? Collins was a free agent. Oh, okay. But I'm pretty sure after this season, it it's next to like nothing. Yeah. 
Like the Col- I'm looking at it right here, like the the Bucks who have no cap space pretty much, but they also only have a mill in dead cap. Yeah. The Colts, I think, will will be a team that makes a spot for a guy like a Nelson Algalore, where they may have to overpay a bit, but I think they'd give him a short-term deal. Because I think Algalore is a talented receiver. When he came in, he had a lot of drop issues, but I think he would pair well with the T.Y. Hilton. He gets lost in the Zach Ertz, Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. Like, right. he, he's not a big guy. so like. And, and I think he can go to a team like the Colts with Andrew Luck, who I think is going to be back in that top five quarterback realm. And and blow the roof off. Right. I think he can have a big. Well, we season. can agree too. I think Aguilar is not a one. I don't think no. any. And he wouldn't be scheme. on the Colts. Um. All right. So here's an interesting one. Nine million dollar 2019 cap hit. Six and a half million dollar savings if released. Lashawn McCoy. Now the the Bills don't need a lot of cap space. Work because they still have almost twenty two million cap space, but it could be something do it now to save it for later kind of thing, um, or trade maybe this trade works out like a, a blockbuster trade before anything something like that. But they're a team that like Lashawn McCoy is aging. They drafted Devin Singletary. Um, I don't think they're gonna cut Lashawn McCoy, but in order to save money for somebody that has not had production due to injury for an older running back. What um what was his cap hit? I'm sorry. Nine mil. So they, they would save nine mil? No, they would save six and a half mil. I, I could see them cutting him. I mean he's a guy that's always hurt there was I fr- I'm trying to remember what it was, but I, I remember there was some type of controversy with LaShawn McCoy not too long ago. Um whether it was him saying he wasn't coming to count I, I forget exactly what it was. But I could see them cutting because, like you said, he's hurt all the time. He's aging. Well, my thing, too, is, is with McCoy, they signed Frank Gore and TJ Yeldon. So, like, this kid that they drafted. Frank Gore's a pill. Yeah, so this, this, <laughs> this kid that they drafted, like, he's already going to be fighting for depth chart space, roster space, really, with those three guys on the roster. And so, like, are you really going to, like, not have your rookie? On, I mean, he can play special teams, well, but. Where was he drafted? Uh, third round. So I mean, being a third round pick, there's there's no guarantee you're gonna for, play as a running back at first. No, but you're guaranteed to make the roster. You're guaranteed to make the but roster. Like, well, like to, no, you're guaranteed to make the roster as a third round running back. I mean, because realistically, how many times are we seeing like ten running backs go in the first two rounds? Like that? No, I know a I, third round running back is a good pick. It, it absolutely is. But again, you're looking at a team that. But he's going to be special teams exclusively if you have McCoy, Yeldon, and Frank that, Gore. That's what Frank I mean. Frank Gore is a very short term deal. Yeldon is never going to be the number one option. With McCoy on the team, like you're not, this guy is not going to get any reps. But that's why I, I think McCoy becomes expendable. I mean, a third round pick is a high draft pick, but um, I mean, with the going out and signing two free agent running backs, to me, looks like you're you're going to set up that type of competition. McCoy, I don't, I don't think is going to be effective anymore. He, well, I think they, he's too the, old and and he's and hurt. The thing too, with with this this, if they were to cut McCoy, granted, it's nothing going to be compared to the Giants' three headed monster. But like yeah. they've developed their own little three headed monster. Yeah. In that you have the downhill third down back in Frank Gore. You've got the pass receiving back in Yeldon, and then this kid that they drafted, Devin Singletary, has got arguably the best wiggle in the draft. He's, but that's he the can thing make too. People miss. Yeah. You so, you can use Gore and Yeldon as the one two punch. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, Yeldon can be your first and second, Gore on your third. But that's what. I mean. Well, I would I would do it the other way. 
I don't I, think I don't think Gore can carry the the load anymore. But I mean, he he did it last year, and he he was I'd relatively be, effective. I'd be curious Miami. to see what his his carries were. But I I would use only because that third down back. I mean, Gore's not catching passes. You know, like there's you watch your mouth. <laughs> like like he's just not. Um. You know, I could see Yeldon getting first, second down, but I think Gore will be that first down bet where he comes in to, you know, rush for the five yards. Now it's a second and five and whatever, but um, to me, McCoy becomes expendable, and I could see a team that is in need of running back help but not a starting running back, a team like the Lions. You know, on Johnson's going to be their bell cow, and him and McCoy are similar, but McCoy can come in and fill that role to let – carry on or maybe kinda... even a team like the saints yeah absolutely yeah, like i mean it's a similar an older version of kamara but in that aspect you don't have to change the offense at all no matter who's absolutely. in the game or the chiefs the patriots the patriots or the chiefs mccoy can go to a chiefs team this year and still be super effective yeah in so that offense if you were a gm what what is the value of a LaShawn mccoy to you knowing all that we do injury whatever but his it depends his, on his, the team so like if yeah what team, team am i yeah well, like that's the thing so like if we're like we'll go down the list so if you're talking about a team like 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 he said like the colts and, or the lions for example a team that have cap space you could give them a eight million dollar contract for a year or you know 15 for two or something like that but you know, but if you're a team that maybe could use him, but don't necessarily have the cap, like you look at a team like the Packers, for example, they only have eight million dollars in cap space. Yeah. So like, it it, it, it comes right. at that point. I think it becomes to Lashawn McCoy. Like, are you more like what are you looking for to do? Are you looking to win? Or are you looking to get money? Because if you're looking to get money, a team like the the Seahawks, the Colts, the Forty or the uh, the Lions, teams that Chiefs, teams that have cap space that need a running back, will probably pay a little extra. But you look at teams like the Packers, a good spot for him, even though it'd be the oldest backfield in fucking history, would be the Redskins. <laughs> but like the Patriots, you know, these are Falcons, teams that don't have a lot of cap space. But he goes to the Patriots. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, what about Giovanni Bernard? He's only a four and a half million cap hit, and they would save three and a half million by cutting him. Giovanni Bernard or uh, Joe Mixon is the clear number one back in Cincinnati, and they picked two running backs in the draft, both sixth rounders, and also signed a fr- an undrafted free agent at running back. So they're currently boasting five running backs can in I, training camp. Can I, tell, I think Giovanni Bernard is like the most underrated running back in the NFL. That's a guy when they give him, you know, when Mixon's hurt, or even back when it was uh, what the hell was the other guy's name? Um. Um, he he was on the Patriots. Line. I forget who the something Jeremy Jeremy uh, Jeremy Hill Jeremy Hill. Um, when he was hurt, Bernard came in and and put up solid games like week after week, and then would just get sent back <laughs> to the bench. Like he's such a good running back. Well, I think and you know and, and not a discredit to him, but I mean, when the Bengals not winning, and then and he not really making an impact. I mean, he's putting up numbers, but they're not winning because of him. Uh, We're not winning because our team is terrible. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the team is bad. But, I mean, really, like, Bernard, if, if if I'm the New York Giants, say, and you have a Saquon Barkley, who who is an extremely dynamic player, but I, I think a Giovanni Bernard would be the absolute perfect complement. 
because he's a guy that he he can catch the pass out of bat. He's not great at it, but he can do it, and he's a great just north south runner. You know, Russell Sean McCoy would be really good. I have to look at the cap space real quick. They have the cap space. The Cowboys gives them somebody that yeah. can both run and receive when Zeke's not in the game. I'd hate that it, a lot too. Because if Zeke's not in the game, the Cowboys have no offense. So they need somebody to put something on. You know, if Zeke's out of the game, you know it's going to pretty much be a passing play. But if LaShawn McCoy's in the game, you're not sure where the pass is going. Yeah. And he can still run. He still has wiggle. So the, 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 there's, we're going to have to do some more depth. This is something that maybe we could do a little bit better as more the rest of the free agency stuff kind of comes. We get a little further in a training camp. So the way that this list kind of, the rest of them are kind of irrelevant. It's all like, you know, like $1 million cap savings. Like, don't have a lot of stats. So I think it's a good opportunity. We're going to go to break. We'll do like a, a two-minute break. Like Kendall catches laurels over there. We'll come back. Maybe Kendall can find us a tier, something we can discuss. Kendall, I'm sure, is dying to talk, but we'll be back in two minutes' time. Hold on. Stand there just a second. I don't know what she did with the music here. All right, so Kendall is not ready to go. We, we were listening to some George Michael before. And also, I was we kind of into Wham it. twice. Heard some Wham. Oh, nice. Twice. Guess what song it was? Was it uh, Wake Me Up? Yep, no, and? It was Let Me Sleep Before You Stay. <laughs> stay. Let Big me fan. sleep before you stay. Right. Stay. I'm gonna click this. It's probably gonna go to an ad, so we'll just go to break. And now, back to getting sports with drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to getting sports with drunk. I'm joined by Poops. You know, I like the ball better when he wears headphones. Made his ears look nice. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, <laughs> Cupcake the Riddler. I'm joined by Mock Sheen Washable. No. And that's it. Nobody else. Everyone else is not here. It's just me and him. Running the show. Fuck you, Kendall. Aww. All right. So we're back. Third hour. Uh, do some fun stuff. Yeah, if you're still here with us, thank you. Yeah, yep. I don't think we've had sound on Facebook for two hours. But... <laughs> were we live at least, though? Like, well, yeah, I mean, we've been live because like, I had the video up. Yeah. I'm saying, like, do we have like audio, like on PPR and network? Oh yeah, we're on, we're on oh, PPR. Okay. As long as that. I I said too, Kendall. Like, as you're on your way here, I was like, I hope he gets here, and he's just like, you know, you guys haven't been on this whole time. Yeah, no, we're on. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, I, I'm I'm grateful that you know Rebecca was here, but I mean, I don't I don't know how much it was being used. What? Um, I just mean audio was real low. Um, I, just looking at the the where the board was set up, it was, but. Rebecca, you did a great job for us. Thank you for stepping in. We're super appreciative, Rebecca. Now, why don't you show us your feet? Show the world. This is your time. (laughs) Show us your feet. (laughs) Not me, though. I started working. (laughs) (laughs) I won't look. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's rich. That's rich. So, Kendall, did you come up with a tear? I did come up with a tear. I just didn't. Put it in. But I do have a tier. Just going to type in cheermaker.com. Everything tier. <laughs> yeah, good thing you had the whole break. Yeah. Well, we were talking about stuff. We were about <laughs> yeah, you can't multitask? Oh, absolutely, yes. Kendall, good news. I think I fixed some of the, most of the mail situation at your house. <laughs> I, changed, I changed my address on my bank, and I no longer have that auto loan, so... That's pretty much the only mail that was going there that I cared about. So the rest of it is probably garbage. Still bring it to me, though. I will. Because I know what will happen. At one time. Yeah. It'll be like a letter from Ghana where I got $10 million and I didn't get it. So I didn't collect the $10 million. You know how many Nigerian princesses 
You could be supporting. God, if Kyle ever got one of those emails. Guys, <laughs> I need to borrow some money. I just want a helper. There's a there's a porky black woman in Nigeria. Ooh, are we doing power rankings again? Oh no. Well, yes and no. Best logo. Best logo. Kind of doing the the jersey thing we did the other week, uh, but right. with MLB logos. Kyle's gonna be super bummed. He's oh that. yeah, take that soul. <laughs> so, so current logos, right? Uh, current logos. Where's the Marlins? Is, the, is, the, is, the, is the current? It is the current. 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 Right over here. Current. Current. the current. So you want to go on? You want to go in order then? Yeah, we'll yeah. go right down the Why line. Not? All right. So Jerry Rafferty song right down the line. You know, sponsor. All right. So <laughs> Angels. Yeah, Angels of Anaheim. Um, I give it a B. I yeah. like it. It's just. I mean, like most of these are just a letter. But, like, I like how they incorporate the angel halo into it. The, the halo's what makes it for me. Yeah, the city of angels. Los Angeles. Um, but, I don't know. It's just, like, kind of, like... I, I think a lot of it has to do with angels in the outfield kind of getting it's that... word art with flair. Yeah. But it's, like, a lot... I think the angels in the outfield kind of had a lot to do with, like, the classicness of it. Because outside of that movie, like, who gives a shit? But, um... I, I would give it a B. I think it's a nice logo. Up, up, up. Wow, those dragon real Actually, you can keep the Houston Astros right there. Yeah, because I hate that. Uh, I prefer the 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 incomplete star as well. I didn't say I preferred that. I just said that that's terrible. Well, I'm saying that it's just like a, it's, it's like a gross C. H on a star. Like I mean, I understand that like Texas is the Lone Star State, it, but uh, it's orange, so it doesn't really pay homage to the flag. It kind of looks like someone's cheap PowerPoint project. <laughs> that's fair. Just a letter over a, yeah. a symbol. Hey, I gotta put something in here. A uh, star. Uh, what about the Oakland Athletics? I always kind of liked it. I I like the jerseys and the color scheme more than I like the logo. I like it because it's the only one that has an apostrophe S. All right. <laughs> Kendall loves grammar. So that, is that enough? <laughs> is that enough reasoning to? I'm in the C range. Oh no, it's still a C. I'm oh. just saying I like uh, it. Yeah, I'd give it a C. Take that, Oakland, and your dirty stadium. <laughs> All right. Dirty city. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Atlanta Braves. I hate it. You hate the A? I don't know why. I just, I hate it. I remember there was a period of time, like, every rapper in, like, between 2004 and six. Not even Atlanta. Just, they, that's a hat they just had. I, for, I don't, I couldn't even give you a reason as to why I do. It's kind of whatever. I mean, I don't know. D. I don't think it's a D. I think it's a C. I'll give it a C. It's a, it's classic. Uh, you know, it's virtually unchanged for some time. Kendall loves the Braves. And that's true. <sighs> All right, the Milwaukee Brewers. Love it. B. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. I like the wheat. That's what I like. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I mean, all right, give it a listen, B. Then. Listen, if the wheat wasn't there, it's a terrible logo. <laughs> if it was just that M. But like the same size. <laughs> so it's just got like a bunch of empty space <laughs> underneath it. B for Milwaukee. Ah, Soul's missing out. All these shout outs. Now here comes uh, the masses' favorite team. Yeah, remember he was going to Skype in per se. <laughs> so yeah. the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, I give it. Oh no, no, we're still there. I'm just looking. Yeah, but well, we can't, can't see, see it. it. So oh, I know. I, know. Just, just... I give it an A because I like how they subtly incorporate the T into it for St. Louis. Kendall never noticed that till right now. No, I. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Tell you what, Mock didn't notice it till right now. No, Kendall really? either, because Kendall was looking at it and he was like, oh yeah, there's a T there. No, 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 I knew, I knew. Um, 
Hey, you guys interested in bringing on a guy, by the way, on the show in a couple weeks? Yeah. Big Red Sox Patriots fan? No. <laughs> Give well, his second, his second favorite, come on, his second favorite team is the Mets and the Cowboys. Yeah, stab him in the neck. <laughs> stab him in the neck. He sounds like the worst human alive. Hold on, hold on. Uh, he sounds terrible. He thinks Michael Strahan's the most overrated pass rusher of all time. Yeah, this guy should die. But he's also hosting the Lawrence Taylor dinner at the Chowder Pot. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Senior Chowder? Your dad's going to that for bottomless chowder, not because of Lawrence Taylor. Bottomless chowder. Your dad's Another going there. Ball. Your dad's going there because they're gonna have bottomless chowder with cigarette butts in it, and he's gonna <laughs> love it. Yeah, I need another crock. Him and Bob Backlund are going together. You know, it'd be funny with more planning if we did a show there, but never <laughs> talk to him. We're just like in the lobby. Hey, LT, could you keep it down? <laughs> Trying uh, to do a show over here. Cubs, I feel like also has to be a. Yeah, that, that's like one of the iconic ones. Yeah, and it's 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 the only lowercase logo. It is boring, but it is classy. <laughs> Diamondbacks oh, D. This is the greatest logo. It's a dry A. <laughs> no, Their old uh, one was better. Yeah, way better. Uh, I don't know. D. D, I guess. It's yeah, I give it a D. It's unique in like, its color scheme and like the shape. But that's a, the stuff, the but old logo was just so good. Right, but you can't, no, I know, you can't lower I, the rank because I, of the old. Cause yeah, it's the Arizona it Triangle Party. That's what it looks like. Duh. All right, the law. So the LA, I like a lot. I think the LA is either A or B. I mean, I got them in the B range. I, I like the color scheme. It, it's it's the black letter, but it's very. I, I think it's very nice. I, I I don't know. I give it. I'm cool with the B. I, I, I like it, it too. I like it because it's all connected. You know, we listened to Faith during one of the breaks. It's stuck in my head now. <laughs> Faith Hill. <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> San Francisco Giants. I give them C, maybe yeah. D. Really? It's, it's too like, like I know it's an S and an F, but when I look at that logo, I don't see an F. Yeah, it, it's like a it's. Confusing. I know it's there, but it, it looks like like the S going through the F. It makes it look like like. So when you look at the L A, the L is working as the cross part of the A. Right. You know, like you look at like like that, it, that other logos, like like other like cr- like overlapping letter logos. Like, they either incorporate one letter into a next, or they're, like, staggered. The San Francisco, it's just too cluttered, almost, it looks like. I, I think it's a, I personally think it's a D, but I'll I'll let C go, because I like the colors. Zach Greinke just homered off Kershaw. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like the the, un, the the jerseys in general, the uniform in general, but... I say C. No, I can live with C. D. Awful. Yeah. Awful, awful. Sorry, Cleveland. could be an F. Uh, it's not an F because if we're, unless we're going to follow the rules of only one F, the F's coming up soon. But uh, <laughs> the Blue Jays. So here's the deal: I like the Blue Jays for the same reason I like another team we're going to get to later, and that it's the only like non-letter logo. Yeah, like, it's unique, and I like the incorporation of the logo and the nationality into it with the Toronto Blue Jays. I, I think it. I I do like the Blue Jays logo. A nice subtle leaf. Yeah, I'd give, I'd give it a B. Give it like a solid C. No, I'm, I'm kidding, B. You can give it a C. No, no, no. no. I, I, meant, I meant B. I was trying to be funny. Seattle mean. for me is an A. I, I love that logo. Love yeah, Seattle's it's a good look. I love the compass in the middle of it. I don't know why it's there. Um, I also don't know why that one says trademark, but a lot of the other ones don't. So I guess we can steal the other ones. Well, <laughs> no, the A's is. Yeah, Cleveland we can't take. All right, cool. Diamondbacks are up for grabs. Yeah, we can do whatever. Sell porn under, you know, that logo. <laughs> Diamondback sluts. <laughs> 
Volume three. It's a dry slut. F. 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 Yeah, this Marlins logo. It's, it's, I don't know. They had the perfect one in the 2000s when they beat the Yankees. Yeah. We don't need to bring that up. <laughs> we, can, we can go ahead and throw that one in the F, too. I don't know about F, but... I'm in the D range. Yeah, I, I don't really like it. I know. We talked about it. I, I that's one it. of those. That's one of those teams that, like, like I would be happy if, like... It's if, like the Yankees all got a stroke. <laughs> I, I I disagree. I think ours has some some order. Yours is kind of brand. So I'm willing to put the Mets in D if the Yankees also go in D. Uh, no. Yes. Uh, no. I won't put the Yankees in D. I'll give you C if I can put the Yankees in A. Well, that's not the case. <laughs> Here's the deal: if you if the MLB has a rule somewhere that says only two teams can have non-lettered logos, the Orioles should switch to the O, and the Mets should switch to Mr. Met. It should be Mr. Met. If yeah. it was Mr. Met, it's a B all day. Yeah, but Mr. That, Met that, is awesome. But that is that just terrible. makeshift NY is trash. And like it's an ugly font, and like they have it's not like an ugly font. It is one hundred percent an ugly font. It's a good font. <laughs> it's not a good. <laughs> it font. is. There's actually a name for this font, and uh, yeah, it's, it's dumb. <laughs> that's that's a that's a poor joke. <laughs> <laughs> it got a chuckle. It's like it's like old English meets autism. <laughs> like it's terrible though it's such a bad font alright can we agree at I, C fine I will give you C I'm standing by D only because I know I'm outvoted I think Washington can go D yeah it's terrible it's just kind of whatever there's a curse of W do here's remember? the thing though the longer you look at it the less it looks like a W and the more it looks like an octopus <laughs> like, I like, see hey, a snake hey, yeah. snake is also acceptable Washington which works for Jason Worth and Bryce Harper <laughs> Do you, do you remember they had the DC hats they wore for a little bit? Yep. It'd be cool if they brought that back. Yeah, they should just change it to the Washington Bullets. I hate the Orioles logo. Really? It's I racist. Hate it. well, <laughs> I lo- <laughs> <laughs> My family are all Orioles. <laughs> so here's the thing. I like the logo because it incorporates both their secondary and primary logo into the same logo. Yeah, he's wearing the hat. I just yeah. wish he wasn't wearing the hat. I wish he was just the bird. Why though? I I it don't would look know. Weird if it was just the bird. Did we talk about this? Was last week or the week before? Yeah. It's like putting a hat in a hat. I don't like it. With you know, pun aside. I I say D. All right, fine. That's fine. Hey, hey, kind of making the Mets too highly rated, in my opinion. But. I disagree. <laughs> Listen, if the Oriole wasn't wearing the hat, he'd be much higher on my list. San Diego, Padres, C. Yeah, I mean. It's, it, it's like the same concept as the the LA thing, except it's more like the S wraps around the D. But it's just kind of like an average logo. Phillies, I feel like you got to give at least. I I, I, I kind of like I like the font. It, it's, it's I might cool. give it an A. It's classic. I was I was gonna say I'm in that B A range. We'll give it an A for souls. Yeah, we kind of was shitting on him before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, before you got here. <laughs> you only a little bit, but not as much. But still enough. Uh, Pirates. See, I think they're A, and I think they could contend for S. I think the Pirates have a really sharp logo. I kind of agree. I'm a big fan. I say A. I give them A, yeah. Go ahead and throw those in the D. Texas yeah, Rangers terrible. sucks. That's a terrible logo. <laughs> you, you don't like that little thing they got going on in the nope. middle of the team? Hey, here's the T's necktie. <laughs> yeah, right? And what you can do is right after that, throw the Tampa Bay Rays right in the D as well because all they did was make the T smaller and put a B next to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, unimaginable. Well, you know, the biggest crime is that they can't be the Devil Rays. Right. Boston's got to be an A. That That's an iconic yeah. logo. S. Cincinnati. <laughs> 
best jerseys. <laughs> I mean, how can we argue otherwise? I like how the... I'm a big it's fan. cut off. Here's well, the deal. Here, here's my take on it. A it's team, terrible. A team that was founded for a different sports, like, <laughs> altogether. Different sports, like, league altogether. Was founded 40 years later, and it's better than theirs. <laughs> the Bears adapted the sea, and it looks better than the Red Sea. The Red Sea just... And the, the best part of the Bears is it probably would have fit in this graphic. They, yeah. they didn't even, like, try. <laughs> I'd give it, uh... I'm in the FD range. I would a D. To me, so for me, I feel like for like because there's so many like average ones, I feel like S has to be, kind of be like F. One has to be the worst, yeah. and one has to be the best. Right. If and you're gonna if you're gonna say that there's multiple worst, then there's got to be multiple best. And for me, this looks like like a, an aerial shot of a toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> little bird's eye view. Yeah. Colorado, I give a B. Yeah, I uh, like I, it. I always liked it. I think it's very sharp. The color scheme is pretty nice. I like it. Playful. I'm in the same with Kansas City. Yeah, I like the flows in. Yeah, it flows into it. Detroit, terrible, terrible. It's kind of busy. It, it might it's be too like, fancy for the city. It looks right. like, it looks like a dragon. It's a trash city. Like, it looks like the, it looks like the D that would start off dragon in like a Renaissance novel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that episode of SpongeBob where he's trying to write <laughs> his paper. The <laughs> I'd give it a D. Yeah, too too busy. Now, here's the sister of the Cincinnati Reds. This is the twice so, Here's the thing. I, I don't think get the, it. I, it. Twin City. That's what it's for. Oh. But that's the thing, though. Like, that's that's a unique thing, because even though they're the Minnesota Twins, they're never called, like, the Twin City Twins. But it's the same right. sea. Right, but it's like... But As a team, I believe they share a division with. Are they in the same division? No. It's oh, a- it's AL, I know. I, I knew. Suck a toe. <laughs> well, I got shot glasses for us. Yeah, yeah. Mark's not doing that. Uh, I think I think they're a C. I think it's a C because I think it's unique that they like incorporate the the nickname of the city into the logo without having it actually be part of the name of the team. White Sox. I'm a big fan of. I like it. I got them in the, the A range. Kind of kind of staggers down. I think they're a B. I don't think they. I don't think they hold up to the the standard of the the ones above. I, I put them in the A because it's it's a unique way they did. Like a lot of times we see the like you see in the B the two letter. They're the only ones that do the three letter diagonal. And you know though we're not talking about all this stuff, but even their secondary logo that like with the batter, I'm a fan of that yeah, too. So man. they're kind of like two for two on cool logos. So. I'm going to going to do A. I think so. That's my vote. I can't mass it, so. Sorry, that's not what I wanted to do. Oh, okay. Well, you can go ahead and take the Mets and put them in the <laughs> fuck you category. Then. There we are. All right. And a. the Stankies. A. All right. So. So. All right. Can I just make a quick? I'm um, for the iconicness of the Yankees. They deserve an A. But I just want to just make a quick point. You see the font here of the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Not that much different than what the Mets. Are yeah, but there's not here. another letter like hanging on for dear life to the B. <laughs> Listen, but the, if it fell, I had a place to like, be caught. So, I'm just saying that. All right, so now we go through the A's for the S, because the F is decided. Well, I think so, <laughs> so. Here's the thing: I think because there's so many A's, I think in order to keep this kind of standard to the tier system, I think we need to move an A to S and an A to B. Is that fair? Yep. I feel, like you can't, I feel like you can't have more A's than B's. Yeah. It takes away from like the elite standardness of it. So, my vote for moving from A to B would be either the White Sox or the Cardinals. 
I was thinking Cardinals. I only say the White Sox, and it's not because like I'm like hating on my team. It's just not. It doesn't hold up to the same standard of like standard of classic iconic logos. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Massey. <laughs> and um, let's move the Cardinals. Right. I think it's the Cardinals. They're very busy now. For A, are we going based off best logo, favorite, iconic? What are we doing here? Be- now, best logo. I feel that has some sort of you know. Something that's been around for a while. So here's the thing. For me, if it's going off my favorite, it's Seattle. But if we're going off of like been around for a while, classic, I think it got to be the Pirates. I think the Pirates' P is better than the Phillies' P. I think the Pirates' color scheme is better than the Phillies' color scheme. And I think Pete Rose is a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. He'll be on next week. Now, I know... I did steroids. I know it's super homer. But... All right, I, put I, the Phillies in. I press you to find a more iconic logo, arguably in sports, than the New York Yankees. So you saved it. When you started that sentence, I was going to say Coca-Cola. <laughs> I mean, really, like, I mean, the, the Red Sox one is up there, too, but, I mean, you can go anywhere in the world and show a Yankees logo, and they'll know what it is. I agree with you, but I do think there is a more iconic logo in sports. So I, I kind of Dal. No, I'm sorry, dude. God. No, I think the Lakers are a more iconic logo in sports. Ugh. Granted, it says Los Angeles Lakers right on the logo, <laughs> but I'm sort of on the same wavelength as Paul right now. So I really like the Seattle. But like... It can't be Seattle. It, it just can't be. It's not fair. It has to be like for me. It's got to be between like Yankees, Red Sox, Pirates, Phillies, Cubs. The Seattle and White Sox, Mariners and White Sox are out. They're not S. All right. Um, s- I don't think the Cubs are an S simply because it, even though it's an iconic logo, it's not a super creative logo, even though it's been around for a long time. Like the New York, it, it's creative. Um, there's a creative aspect to it. The B isn't super creative. Like the, the two P's aren't super creative. However, the Pirates, I think the Pirates have been around longer than the Phillies, right? I'm pretty sure. Let's see. I'm going to say one name real quick Honus Wagner. Yeah, I agree. You go ahead and put the Reds up there. I mean, that's a killer name. You should put the Reds up there. <laughs> that guy's card is worth a lot of money. It is who? Honest Wagner? Honest. Honest. I mean, again, like, I, I, I don't want to be the homer, but I, I don't think there's a logo, especially in baseball, but I mean, really, in, in almost all of sports, that's so more... So, the, the Pirates are the fourth oldest team in baseball. They were found in 18... 18- Who's older, Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs? Wait. That doesn't make any sense. Because keep that in mind. I mean, the Yankees logo hasn't changed in a century. I mean, it, it's been the same for forever. Same, same with the Red I mean, the Red Sox have always had that B. Yeah. I mean, so, like, the thing is, is, like, when did the Yankees, when were they founded? I believe 1903. Right. So, like, all these teams were founded in the 1880s. So, like, it was, like, a little different. Like, there weren't as many people, so they just kind of played with their city name on their shirt. And they didn't wear hats, necessarily. (laughs) But the, yeah, the it goes uh, Pirates, and then before them is the Cardinals, the Cubs, and the Braves are the oldest team. The original team was the Boston Red Stockings. 
So Chicago is actually the oldest team if you go by a city that they were founded in. <laughs> you imagine be like, hey, uh, guys, we don't wear stockings anymore. What do you say we change it to socks, huh? So I think the Cubs yeah. would technically be the oldest logo because they've been Chicago forever. Right. Like, you can make the argument for it. Like, because the Pittsburgh Pirates, I don't know if the P is more for Pirate or Pittsburgh. That's the problem. So it's like the C. Is it for Chicago or Cubs? <laughs> Just like for C, S, is it Seattle or Sariners? I don't know. Wait, it's interesting. The Cubs have a secondary logo. It's the, the, the Cub. Right, but the pirates don't, to my knowledge. I don't. No, they have the pirate, don't they? Biting the sword. No, that's what. What uh, I think is interesting. No, no, not that one. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The red bandana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. What I? Yeah. What? What do they call him? The uh, Neil Neil the the, Buck (laughs) the the Buckwhacker or something like that. Bushwhacker. Bushwhacker. Now, what I I do find interesting with the Pittsburgh in general is all the Pittsburgh teams share the color scheme and have. Actually, in the Roberto Clemente day, the Pirates logo was actually the yellow, the the yellow square with the black outline with the pirate guy on it with the cross skull yeah, crossbones on I the totally hat. Forgot about Disqualified. That. Well, no, but they also the P's also been around for. Ever. I know, I know. I'm being. No, you're not being, being funny. Well, I see no alternative. Yankees. It's got to be the Reds. <laughs> Bump them up. <laughs> no, I. I can't do it. I can't give it to the Phillies. Can't do it. I'd rather vomit. Pirates. Oh, so is there a logo here that we all really like? That's what this is really about. Yeah, the Mariners. I like the Mariners a lot. So here's the deal. For me, in order for this, it goes biases. White Sox, Mariners, Pirates. Mock, I'm pretty sure it goes Yankees, Mariners, White Sox. Yep. And for Kendall, because his own logo sucks, I think for Kendall, it would go... Pirates, Mariners, White Sox. Yeah. All right, so the Mariners are just a round out two, so let's go ahead and throw those motherfuckers up in there. The Mariners is a cool... Throw them an S. Because I like the old logo, too. Uh, The Mariners are cool. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And for you, GSWD listeners, we have selected our favorite baseball logo. The New York Yankees. (laughs) Of Anaheim. (laughs) I can see these two guys battling out. (laughs) You know, I wish you know. It's Here's a, the deal: there's no battle because we 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 didn't even hesitate to put the Marlins in F. <laughs> like there was no hesitation. No one was like, "Well, I mean, it could be a D because I like the color." Nobody said that. No, I know. I was just like throw them in F. But Although, I I think I like that logo more than the oh the than the or, yeah the previous one was the worst. Yeah. But that one was the one still before bad. that was good. Yeah. You mean the one when they beat the Yankees? The World Series. Yeah, that was great. You know, it's funny. Maka's kind of like echoey. A little echo there. Talk, man. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? No, that one was better. Talk like that from now on. What do we got? Yeah. Mock? Yeah. yeah. Nah. <laughs> I got real lightheaded and just passed out. <laughs> can you find us another quick tier? Or does someone else have something else in mind? Uh, I mean, the, the topics I thought of, we already said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> kind of a rough show last minute. Like, I had this whole plan for the show today, and then everyone was just like, Yeah, I'm like, sick. vaginal. Problems. Fuck with the backhouse. What do you got? Food bowl. Fast food restaurant. <laughs> Biggest to smallest football clubs. Just type in sports. Sports. Dude, sports. Sports. Oh, type in um, type in uh, Riverhead Irrigation <laughs> softball players. <laughs> You don't want NBA starting point guards? Lonzo, baby. Lonzo. Sporta. 
See, I wish there was one that went across like sports. See, <laughs> <laughs> the WWE entire roster. You can go ahead and put Natty at F. Yeah. Nah, that's messed up. I just, I actually do want to see what pops up. A lot just of pictures. For... Listen, we can do it. No, we can't. I feel like it, what Riddler's about to say is gonna. It's taking a long time to load, so yeah. there's probably like seven thousand. Oh, there's only six people here. Great, that makes sense. Wait, hey, is that Hunico? Yeah. Oh my God. It's gone. Keep scrolling though. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling down, Kendall. Yeah, that. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> there's like eight thousand people. Where would you put Biggie Langston? You can go ahead and throw Alexa Bliss at S and we'll call it a day. Yeah, pretty much wrap that up. There's some people Although here. Bailey. She's not Alexa. But Primo, but <laughs> some we people can get, go ahead and get out of this. If Jeff was here, Asuka won. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make Asuka Asuka? Osuka? The hell's that guy with the horns? That's Hunico. That Kelly Kelly. Oh my god, Kendall, what are you doing? There we go. Perfect. All right. We did it. <laughs> Thank you on Facebook for tuning in. Submit. <laughs> Are they watching you do this too? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, we go back to sports to see what they have for us. Yeah. Can you do like best starting centers in 2004? You know, I've tried very specific searches and oh. they just don't exist. Like, yeah, we can they, make them now. Just, we got to make them. We got to come up here and make our own. I wish I could do the thing like I did in your basement and sit with a microphone in my hand. Get real lax with it. See, like, there's only a select few sports. So, I mean, the stuff you see on YouTube, like, these people have to just make this. What do you think? NFL team tiers. Preseason power ranking? Alright. S. Yes. Cleveland. Oh, there's an E. Oh, wow. Paul, let's make Kendall real, la- real mad. Alright. <coughs> Chipper Jones to the Ravens. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's start. Uh, let's start at the back and move our way forward. All right, so F has got to be the worst team in football. Worst team. So, so, S so is who like, we think will have the first pick? S is who's yeah. S is like Super Bowl. Like, who's your favorite to win the Super Bowl this year? A is we'll call it like championship division, games. No division winner like buys. You know, type of thing. So, like, three teams, we'll call it. B is, like, division winners and wild cards, we'll call it. Like, division winners. C can be wild cards. D can be, like, middle of the pack. E can be, like, lower tier. And F is, like, number one pick. Is that fair? Something like that? Oh, okay. sure. All right. So, let's start with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put them in B, maybe C. I could see them winning the wild card, but I could also see them being really good this year and possibly win. They still have a really good defense. They still have Julio Jones. They still have uh, Calvin Ridley, and they got another good receiver. And Matt Ryan, it's his, it was his off year last year. So, well, the Falcons were off last year, right? No. Yeah. So this is going to well, be their, their good year. Defense got hurt, and they lost Devonta Freeman. Right. Right. So this is going to be they, their good like, year. They go bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Yeah. And it was so bad last year that it might be, it might be sixteen and zero this year. Sorry, Jeff. that seems right. But no, Tevin Coleman. That's true. Yeah. Where did he sign? He signed with... Uh, I don't remember. Denver? I can't even think of it. But we an agreement of B. I want to say Jacksonville. But that's wrong. B. Yes. B. I think, I think Lock the Lock it in, good. sir. Yeah. <sighs> All right. 
49ers. Ooh, hey, never what's up, Ryan? 49ers mock. Is it Ryan Roberts? Yeah. He went to the 49ers mock. I was hanging out with Thank Ryan you. Roberts earlier. We had some good jokes going on. So, right. Ryan. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens. Hey, hey, hey. Mm, I give the Baltimore Ravens a D. Yeah, they're not going to. I don't think good. they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to be like a middle of the road pack. Like, I think they'll finish with like a, a, a like 12th, 13th pick, somewhere in that range. The Panthers. C. You think they're like a wild card team? So you think we're going to see all NFC South teams? Again? I think they can can contend for a wild card. I don't know. I I think they're D still. I, I just think that like I still think they're too one dimensional at Christian McCaffrey. Right. Like he, I mean, Cam running the ball is like he's elusive, and don't get me wrong, he can like move the chains and like win games and stuff like that. But, um, like, they still just don't have a lot of people to throw to. Greg Olson's an injury prone guy, and their defense still isn't there. I think that if Cam can't throw the ball, DJ Moore has a monster season. Because he, he's very talented. We saw him put up good numbers in a very limited fashion last year. Mm. And I think if Cam can throw the way he was able to, you know, before last year, I think he can have a big-time season. So I think that they can compete for a wild-card spot. That's why I have him in C. All right. I can, I can get behind C. I don't think it's higher than C. Right. For me, I think if the Panthers make the playoffs, it's a 10-6. and six. You know, I, I, I like... I don't dislike Cam Newton. I think it's kind of a head case that doesn't get mentioned about. But um, it did when he was younger. So we're C. We're gonna say C. Yeah, we can put him in C. The Burrs. I'm a big fan. I like that defense a lot. So he said A was division winners. A is like like top tier division winners and like like people you think can like get the first round by. Like, secure that first round by. Like, I'm thinking, like, no more than three, I got you. maybe four teams. So, so I put them in A, then. There's a saying that someone coined, and you guys can finish what I'm about to say, that defense wins... Bitches. <laughs> right. <laughs> With that being ball. said, bitches and kickball, I put them in the ah category. I mean, offensively, we're still... It's yet to be seen what, you know, Trubisky is going to do. Made some great strides, still... Kind of in between, you know, the, the infancy of his quarterback career. But I, I just think there's a lot of promise. You know, it's crappy. You know, the, the season ended with kind of a, a bad kick. That's how it is. Sorry. The Bengals. <laughs> I mean, I, I say put him in E for now. They could contend for F, but I don't want to commit yep. anyone to F yet. Yeah, you know, I was thinking this. I was trying to look over the list quick and be like, all right, so they're my F. But, oh, there's someone coming. <laughs> um... Browns or Cleveland? B. I have no problem putting them in B. Mock, I know you're going to say A. No, no, no. Well, I'm trying to think because we said that they can secure the, the buy. So I'm assuming the Patriots get the buy. So I'm trying to think. And the Chiefs will probably get the other one. And I'm thinking it's either the Chiefs or the Chargers that get the other one. So I, I put them in B. I put them in B. I think that they're, I, I think as of right now, as a preseason ranking, I think they're a solid pick for a playoff spot. Um, that, I think they're a team that can win that division, but will still be playing on Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah so suck that read. Hey, Try and guess what I'm gonna say. I just had a feeling. Swine. <laughs> I will accept that. All right. Next. Dallas. C. Cowboys. Really? You don't. Know, I just remembering the, you favoring them for for uh, division winner. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> I think that they can win the division, but I think they could also very easily lose the division. Fair. The Philadelphia Fair. Eagles got better in the backfield, and 
they're still inconsistent in every part of the football, every every spot on the field except for the running back position. So, I mean, I think that they have a very good case to win the division and make the playoffs, but I think that it's, I think it could be, and I think the other two here would agree with it, that if the Cowboys don't win the division, they probably don't make the playoffs. Right, I, I agree with that. I think between the Vikings, the Packers, the Seahawks, the Panthers, the Falcons, there's too many other teams that are going to be better than whatever the second spot produces in the a- NFC East. So I think I think they're a C team. I think that you know I think that they're going to win the division, but I think that they're going to be wild card teams better than them. Um, as as much as it sickens me. I have them in B, where I think they win the division, but I think they also have the potential to be A. Whoa! Um, so, and and it's mostly uh, because, I know, and it's mostly because to me their their defense is serious. We saw it last year; their defense is very good. Mox Mox predicting uh, boys Pat Super Bowl. Uh, oh, God, I can't imagine a worse thing. What about I Pat's could Eagles? I could I could imagine a worse thing. Uh, Okay. Well, Are you ready to go? <laughs> Are you ready? Pats. I want that to happen. Whatever you're gonna say. All right. Because you're we're talking just matchup. I can't imagine a worse Super Bowl oh. matchup than Cowboys Patriots. Patriots Patriots. No. What about the Patriots beating the Giants? But but that's fifty two to nothing. Oh god, that'd be awful. But I wouldn't watch the way I would. But <laughs> <laughs> that'd be horrible. Imagine that fifty two to nothing. That'd be a terrible game. It's not the worst matchup I could think of, but I'm also a different fan of a different team. So. But really, like, the Cowboys to me are going to be, I think they're a serious team coming out of the East. Um, So I put them in B with A potential, but I'll put them in B. We call it with, with B? Yeah. B? All right. The Broncos of Denver. D. Yeah, they seem to be Denver. going. I still think the defense is formidable, and I think they have weapons on offense, but it's just not going to go anywhere. Right. I think it's just the, the division is just too this, tough. This is another thing that I think they're D with C potential. I think Flacco's going to turn heads in Denver. I agree. I, so I, I, I don't want to count him out. And Philip but, Lindsay. Yeah, but I, I don't think he'll be able to keep pace with the, the Chargers and the Chiefs, but I, I think he has the C potential. But I think they're a D team. I think I think I think in order for them to move up in those rankings, it comes from Flacco's play and Joseph's coaching. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, Vance Joseph was fired, right? Yeah, after one year. Uh, so who Him is their head Wilkes. coach? I don't remember. Gary Kubiak. Arnold Palmer. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right, the Green Bay Packers. You know, back in the day, people would have said, "Yo, you have Aaron Rodgers. You have no." They plan. have to be at least a C. I was putting him in C. But, you know, well, I guess what I was going to say is that though that used to be the case, he's been injured, and I kind of think we've seen a trend. Now, if he I give plays him 16 s- games, then I will... I give him a C with A potential. I, I'm cool with putting him in C. Because I still need to see the defense come together, and they still don't have a running game. And the offensive line, still, I don't, I'm not still not confident in it, so... Hugh Stone... See, see, see. I think that the window for them to to win now is closing quick. Outside of DeAndre Hopkins, the receiving core is meh. Well, if Will Fuller's on the field, he's very good. Will Fuller the fifth? Yeah, but Deshaun Watson's injury prone with all that sack taken he's getting. 
and the defense isn't what what it used to be. See, I I, I know we, we kind of got to move along, but the, the Texans are doing Watson such a disservice that it's it's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's horrible that they're not taking care of him. Yeah. The Giants, the New York football Giants. I e? have them in... Uh, I have them in D. I was thinking D, and, and like we were talking about before, like the Giants to me are such a hard team to predict because they can go four and twelve, or they can go nine and seven. Like I, I think they can be kind of all over. I put them in the D range, um, because I think they're a lot better than the Bengals, and I think they're about the same as the Ravens. I think that's fair. Okay, I can put them in D. I can put them in D, but I can see them going either up or down. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like I, I can see I'm them more leaning them to them going down than up, but yeah, I can see fair. them going both directions. The Vikings of Minnesota. B. It's it, it's a good squad. It's kind of weird. Their like, defense their defense only got better, and they still have Diggs and Thielen. And Kirk Cousins, even though he needs to throw the ball, even though he's not the Best quarterback in the world when it comes to clutch situations. He's a gunslinger, and he's got two great receivers to do it with. Right. Mocking in agreement? Two thumbs up. The Detroit Lions. I give them an E, because they're not talentedly like that great. They fight in a lot of games, and they stick around. Like, Mark and I were talking, they're not an easy win in any game, any situation. But they're just not a talented team. You, I, I would be willing to say nine times out of ten if a team loses to the Lions because they beat themselves. Yeah. So, I would, I'd be willing to put them in E. I don't think they're that much better than the Bengals. I, I think that they're on par with the Giants and the Ravens, but I just don't think they have the same level of talent that those teams have. Do you credit it all to Matt Patricia being the head coach? I think Matt Patricia's a grinder. I think he keeps people in games. It, it comes down to the, the offensive roster around Stafford. Yeah. And you look at Matt Patricia, even when he was in New England, uh, the Patriots, if the Patriots were playing a high-powered offense like the Chiefs or the Steelers or whatever, he always found ways to keep the score. You know, if the Steelers were averaging 35 points a game, he found a way to keep them at 24 so that all Tom Brady had to do was go out and score 28, which is a regular day for him. So. (laughs) 49ers. Mm. A lot of hype a year ago. I give Uh, them. (sighs) I'm in the D.C. range. Nah, I I wouldn't put them at C. I don't think they can make, I don't think they have playoff potential. I mean, I, I don't think so. I, I think that the. Oh, you know what? Let, let me let me run through. I mean, you're in the division with the Seahawks and the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even if you're talking outside the NFC or within the NFC, you're gonna have a team like the Vikings. You're gonna have a team like the Falcons. They're not gonna win the division. No, that's so right. That, so that I'm means trying that, to think. that means they have to get through the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Packers, the Bears. The Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers, because those are all teams that like those three that I named in the other, the South and the North. Those, those are those three teams that like one could win the division and the other two could make a wild card, or or vice versa. I just don't think the Forty Nine ers are better than any of those teams, so So I can't see them making the playoffs. So I would say D, D range. I'll put them in the D range. I'm, I'm also, and I, I know, I've caught flack from our, our friend Mojito. I'm not sold on Garoppolo. I'm. It's a, for me. It has nothing to do with Garoppolo. I'm just not sold on the roster. No, I, I agree with you, but yeah. you know, y- you can mask a a subpar roster when you have a great quarterback, right? And and I don't think that they have that. Yeah. So I that. 
Well, it's crappy because this was the year. You kind of mean like the Ravens did with Flacco all those years. Well, I'm I'm even talking like no, I know, but like last year's Packers. I mean, their their roster as a whole was kind of subpar. But if Rodgers is on the field, he makes everyone around him better. Yeah, and I don't think Garoppolo's that guy. Okay, I can get behind that. Cardinals of Arizona. E. I don't give a shit about Kyler Murray. They still don't have anything outside of uh, Johnson. Yeah, I'd like someone to come and name you five piece people on the defense. Well, see, that's the thing. Like their defense last year, I know they they lost a lot of games, but there it wasn't on their defense. But they lost Peterson. Yes, you're right. And but that's it, like the heart and soul of the defense. You're absolutely which, right. Which is a bigger hit than just losing a guy. Where where did he go? Um, I don't remember. So much shit has happened since like people signed. I'm trying to th- I don't remember him signing. I thought he left. But he, I, he might not have signed. I don't, I don't recall. He's still available. He might. Oh no, no, he's still a cardinal. He's still a cardinal. My bad. Did did he, what's his contract? That could be a guy that gets cut. Because I, I think he signed a big one a couple years ago. But, I mean, really, like, the Cardinals' defense wasn't as bad as we kind of were led to believe. It was Their offense was extremely inept. Rosen could not move the ball. David Johnson looked bad. Oh, Patrick Peterson, sorry, he, did, he didn't sign. He's suspended for six games. Oh, that's right. He busted for PEDs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I agree. The Cardinals are an E team. I'm not campaigning for them to be higher. But I think that they have the potential to be that D team. Like, yeah, I think they're in a better position mm-hmm. than both the Bengals and the Lions. That's fair. The Dolphins. E. E. Yeah. I mean, obviously they are an S team because Fitzpatrick is there. Tank, but, tank, tank, tank. However, you know, we got to put things into perspective. All right, we got we to gotta get going. I know. I'm so tired. <laughs> Buffalo. Uh, mm-hmm. C. C-team, I got them in the D range. D, they're not, they're not a playoff. They're potential. not a playoff. Team. You don't think so? Not even like with with uh, the, the defense, you know, being you know. Kind of I would be more apt to put the Jets ahead of the Bills for. If, really, I'm surprised. Yeah, Bell makes a much bigger defense difference than anybody the Bills. But even up. a look across the board across the NFC, uh, excuse me, AFC. If you get two wild card spots, to me, one of them's the Steelers or the Browns, and the other one is the Chargers, the or the Chargers Chiefs. or the Chiefs. They're not beaten. They're not and, better than them. And the Bills are not going to be better than any of those four teams. All right. Colts. Uh, B? B. Yeah. I'm a B. B with A potential. Yeah. Andrew Luck's just one of those. He he really might be one of my favorite players of all time. I, I love him so much. I'd love so him more much. if he didn't look like a certain like boyfriend of a ginger. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Raiders, I'm really torn about the Raiders. I give them D, just because I I still not sold on Derek Carr being as bad as people want to make him out to be. They did get Antonio Brown, they did get a top tier offensive lineman, and they did add defensive pieces. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be picking in the top ten. I think they're a D for the exact same reason as the Giants. They're a team that could go four and four and twelve, or they can go nine and seven. Um, but for, Philadelphia, I give a C rating. You know, so wild card potential. Yeah, yeah. As of right now, I mean, if we're gonna go based off the Cowboys being the favorites to win the division, the Eagles would be a wild card potential slash beat out the Cowboys for the division. Yeah, 
That's that's fair. I mean, I think you know, they, as long as Wentz doesn't, you know, like break his back or lose a vertebrae at practice or something. The Jaguars. <sighs> D D. Yeah, they're going nowhere fast. I, I'm not sold on Foles. They're a team that's D that swings towards E. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Chiefs, Kansas City. Well, Kendall, is Tyreek Hill on the field? What are you talking hypothetically? I'm talking not, is is for right now? What we're t- is Tyreek Hill on the field? You think yes? Uh, I'm talk- no no suspension. He plays all sixteen. I put him in B regardless, and the only reason I say that is because Patty Mahomes still needs to prove he can do this twice, even with Tyreek Hill on the field. They're still not set at running back, and their defense is still bad. Now, with that, be, if Patty Mahomes can go out and do the same thing he did last year, then they're going to win a lot of games with Tyreek Hill. But even with Tyreek Hill, if Patty Mahomes takes a step back and and, and throws, if Tyreek or if Patty Mahomes goes out and throws thirty five touchdowns, the defense with no running game, the defense isn't going to do enough to. I mean, they lost games where they put up forty points. Yep. I mean, with yeah. the Rams, I don't know if they lost any more than that, but they, they lost games where they put up a lot of points. So yeah. I, I give I, them B with a lot of A potential. I just think that the next team is a more complete team all around the ball. Are we visiting the Giants again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for what Riddler said, I, yeah. I, I tend to agree. I think the Chargers are A. The Chargers are A. No, I think no. the Chargers, I just think that they're they're sound defensively. Phillip Rivers always plays well during the regular season. He's a terrible playoff quarterback. But... He, he's great during the regular season. They have a, a lot of formidable weapons on the offensive side of the ball. They just got to figure out the kicking. Anyone else just want the Chargers to win something? So Phillip I want them to win the Super Bowl so bad. But like, just so Philip Rivers can go away. Why do you hate Philip yeah. Rivers? I don't. I'm just. I don't know. I'm just tired. Well, you of know, about him. he's the type of guy. Even if he wins, he's not going to retire. The guy's going to play till he, he like he's. We'll have dead. another kid. Rams, I, I feel like you got to put an A. a. It's just it's one of those things. It's only going to get better. They got Cooper Cup coming back. Cooper Cup. Cooper so, Cup. Oh, I missed that. So, oh. even with Todd Gurley getting a reduced workload? What, I, he's getting a reduced workload? But so yeah, I, I think they'll find ways to win. I'm a fan of that defense. I think the defense is still good. Yeah. It's just one of those things. All, all, they really, all they lost was Ndamukong Sue, right? Really? Like for big names? I think so. I, I, I'd give them an A. I still think they're the team to beat in the NFC. A. Patriots. Until they prove otherwise, it's an A. I don't give a shit what their roster is. As long as Brady and Belichick are at the helm, until they don't win the division, they're still they're an A. Is there a uh, set the bus on fire category? <laughs> so I like to put I, them I'm in not that. putting them at just S because that's my that's, at the end of, when this is all said and done. That's my vote for S. Who the Patriots? Because you love the Patriots. I, I How would you let the tier play out? I'd be goddamn no. spoiler alert. Keep them an, an, an A for right now. Saints. Saints. B. A, B. I mean, it's, it's tough to... B because of a bad call. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get Jeff started. I hear him right now. He's not listening. He's stirring. Uh, B because I think the loss of Mark Ingram is going to be more detrimental than it, than it seems on paper. Too much of a... Uh, and I think the, de- the, defense, the defense is still spotty. I mean, like, they played really strong the second half of the season, but the first half of the season they were not nowhere to be found. Maybe they'll learn this year to also give the refs a few bucks. Jets, D. <laughs> Yeah, Jets. Yep. Going over quick. Steelers, I would give a C. I just, I need, Mock and I were talking about it before. James Conner played great, but they still missed the playoffs. And they lost 1,500 yards and 15 t- t- touchdowns and a basket case, but they that's a lot of production. 
I need to see that Juju can produce as the number one and only legitimate option I on the field. Because no we talked about it. Vance McDonald's a good receiver, but he's not making people miss, and he's not an elite receiver. He's just a big body. So I need, yeah, I need to, and I need to see that Ben is going to go out and play well. Ben started off the season terrible last you year. Watch, Steelers are going to go out and sign Kelvin Benjamin. They might perhaps to play fullback. <laughs> now that's what I like to hear. And place kicker, the Seahawks. I give him C as well. C with B I potential. Can, I can never count out Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. The Buccaneers of Tampa Bay. E. Yeah, they're going nowhere quick. Real, real quick. Do you think Russell Wilson is the hardest quarterback to game plan against? No. No, I don't think it's a tough guy to game plan. I think I just think he's a great athlete, and then he just he just plays well. That's that's what it is. And and I ask that because he's a guy that's so fluid that can beat you almost any way he wants. At the drop of a dime, like, it, it's not, you know, he has these games where he runs more, but he can kill you with his arm, and if that kind of falters, he can beat you with his legs, and then next, now he's throwing it. Like The reason I, I don't say that he's the hardest is only because certain teams have the, the weapons to game plan against them perfectly. A team like the Bears, a team that has lights out edge speed that can get around the tackles and contain him but have the coverage to only send four mm-hmm. and hold off the receivers. Because if Russell Wilson can't get out of the pocket and people are covered, they're done. He's done. And they showed them all. Yeah, I mean, I, he, he, he plays well. I think, you know, people like the Tom Brady thing, like Tom Brady doesn't really have bad games. You know, I can think of only, only one time last season that Tom Brady had a bad pick, and that was that Pittsburgh one where he just kind of lofted one up. I still think the I still think the hardest quarterback, in my opinion, I still think the hardest quarterback to game plan against is Ben Roethlisberger. Well, the, yeah, the guy tie you down and have his way, <laughs> but he's just he's so hard to bring down. He's still like quasi mobile for a big guy, and you can't just sack him with one hit. It, it doesn't always work out, and so. On that same note, I mean Cam Newton. Then on that same, but but Ben, you know, but Ben has proved that no matter how many points he's down, he can gunsling his way back. Yeah, Cam plays too flustered. If he gets behind and is getting, you know, he makes mistakes and he shows it. Ben is kind of like stone face. He's like he the, is trying his best. Ben is like the Levon Hernandez. Basically, it's the same person. Give him three home runs. Yeah, whatever. I'm at 68 pitches. <laughs> uh, third inning. <laughs> Titans. I'll give a D just because their defense is solid and Derrick Henry's not a flash in the pan, Kyle. That's right. Derrick Henry is a good running back. Give him the work, Tennessee. I'll give him good, but I won't give him great. Right. I, I didn't say he was yeah, great. No. But Marcus Mariota, huge question mark. Receiving core, terrible. Defense is good. Decent I, running back. I have such a t- t- tough time because I personally, I like Marcus Mariota. I, I think... Not good. I, he's not? He's, he, I, listen, I agree that he's trending down, but I still think he's a talented quarterback but he needs the pieces around him. He needs to have the proper but like, team around him. But to for see. me, like, like, so I kind of get what you're saying. But like, there's a difference between needing the pieces around you and having to have the pieces around you. So like, He's Marcus Mariota has to. Have. He has to have like above at least two above average talents, and then the rest have to be average. It can't be anything below. Whereas like Flacco needs talent around him, but Flacco does not need an all star. Flacco just needs a solid roster. He can I, Flacco can get by with a bunch of average guys. I agree with you a hundred percent. But Mariota needs at least one superstar. He I needs agree. you know like Delaney Walker. He succeeded his most when he had Delaney Walker. Yeah, and Demarco Murray. 
That's and what I mean. Like I think that if so, he has the pieces around him, Mariota right, can succeed. That's why I don't think Mariota is a good quarterback because say Derrick Henry comes out and rushes for 400 yards in three straight games and then oh, blows out his fantasy. But then he blows out his ACL. Mm. Like what, what's what's Mariota going to do? He's not winning games on his arms, and he's not. He hasn't been the same mobile mobile wise since tore his leg. Did Kevin so, go to the bathroom? Yeah, I'm just curious. Do we have to talk about the Titans this whole time? No. <laughs> So I guess we'll just do the Redskins since he's not here, but no one can drag it. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if I'm not sure if like there's coitus going on or something. I don't know. But um, I think they're an E team. I I think Dwayne Haskins is gonna fall on his face. Um, I I agree. I think they're E, but with D potential. Okay. Because that's, that's fair. I, I still think the defense is pretty solid, and Adrian Peterson. You can't always count him out. Like they just have like a bunch of guys that are trying to prove something, and that that will always. Go better than it will worse. Yeah. They'll either perform at expectations or above. So I would be perfectly fine with putting the Giants or the the Giants, <laughs> the uh, the Redskins in E. I was thinking because it's like it's not like the Giants with the Giants. They don't have a bunch of players trying to prove something. They just have a bunch of players trying to do well. Yeah. So Kendall, get your ass in here real quick and throw them in E. Come on, man. Are we? I'm I'm, I'm fading over here. It's got a nice twenty five minute ride home after this. Yeah. Oh, that was loud. That was really loud. <laughs> you awake now? Yeah. Oh. Alright, so can you throw the Redskins in E real quick so we can decide on S and F? Correct. Alright, so F for me is the tie between the Bengals and the Dolphins. Yep. Because the the Buccaneers still have Mike Evans. The Lions still have Stafford and Patricia. The Cardinals still have David Johnson, and the Redskins are just like a team that just always like performs a little bit better than they should. I think it has to be the Bengals. See, I was going Dolphins, because at least the Bengals still have A.J. Green. Yes, but he'll be hurt and miss eight games. Um, and they're missing Vontaze Perfect and Pac-Man Jones. The Bengals, to me, are a team... They're, I don't think Dalton plays the whole year. I think at some point they'll decide to move on, and they're just going to throw... That whoever, yeah, forget who they drafted. Whoever in there, and and I think they'll play for the pick next year. I think the Dolphins believe they have their guy in Josh Rosen. I don't think they need to tank to get one of these quarterbacks coming out next year. And the reason that I'll give you the Bengals over the Dolphins is because even though the Bengals might have a little bit better talent across the board, um. Stink. <laughs> no, the Dolphins just like they're playing in a weaker division. Like the Browns are good again. The Ravens are have weapons, and the Steelers are the Steelers. So it, it's one of those things that like I could very easily see. Because I, I could agree, I could see Ryan Finley coming out halfway through the season. So I, I put the Bengals in F. Yeah, I think the Bengals are doing nothing productive right now. Bring back Hugh and Marvin. And for, together for S, I think it should be the Rams over New England. Yes, and your reasoning is the New England Patriots. You won't say Chicago. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The New England Patriots have mildly gotten worse year by year, and I know that they keep finding ways to win games, but it's been by a lesser margin each time, and. I think Jared Goff is going to play better. I think the re, like having Cooper Cup back in the lineup Cooper Cooper Cup. is a big deal. I think even with Gurley taking a reduced workload, they still have a good offensive line that people can run behind them. We saw it happen with uh, C.J. Anderson. Anderson. And the defense is still really good. 
The defense, people forget, like, yeah, like, the, the, the Rams didn't put up any, like, barely any points in the Super Bowl, but it's not like the Patriots put up 24. Right. They're still a great defense, and the Patriots are going to, the Patriots have a big hit without Gronkowski. You know, they, they, people talk about, like, oh, they've just filled and thrown any Joe Schmo in wide receiver, and they found a way to work, or any Joe Schmo in running back to work. The offensive line has been solid and injury-free, and they've always had Edelman and Gronkowski. Now they don't have Gronkowski. Right. For me, the Patriots got worse offensively. For pretty much what you, Gronkowski's gone, Sony Michelle's banged up already. He's a young guy with trouble in both knees. Burkhead, I don't think is coming back. And I think he's not been good. And I don't think the run game. He was well, good on the Patriots. Yeah. Though. And I don't think the run game. I don't think the run game was the same last year. Like they had success in games, but I don't think it was the same without James White. James White, I think, is critical for that team. If he's not on the field, I, I don't feel they move the ball. Or not James White. Sorry, uh, Lewis. I think I think they missed Lewis a lot. Yes. James White is the pivotal point. James White is the X factor on that team. That's but what James I mean. White also gets injured. Yeah. And James White it can't do it by himself. And they're missing the deep ball threat, the consistent deep ball threat. You look at I just That's the thing that I don't think New England I will not knock it. New England out of A. No. Not until no. somebody proves otherwise. And eight games into the season, we redo this, probably put him in S. But for now, I give it to the Rams. Because the Rams didn't get... The loss of Dominican Sue didn't get them any worse. Yeah, he clogged up holes in the middle and kind of allowed Aaron Donald to have a little bit more free. But he was still double-teamed all the time and still had all those sacks. And the corners played well when they were healthy and this and that and the other thing. And they're getting Cooper Cup back and, and Todd Gurley. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. And Todd Gurley, yeah, lessened workload. But but Goff, hit, I think I think postseason success is going to breed maturity in Goff. So, I give him S. That's my opinion. Uh, I'm probably going to be... I'm 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 impartial because I I can see All right. So, I'm debating between two teams. I'm between the Bears and the Rams. And it's because I I I love the Bears defense. I think it's more of a unit collectively than the Rams and I think that um I I agree with you on the defensive side of the ball. It's just the inconsistencies on offense are yeah. more Problematic than they are in the Rams, and they still don't. They don't have an established like downhill runner. I, Even I with a lessened workload, Gurley's still going to get the downhill running I, yards. I just don't. I don't want to say Goff takes a step back because I still think he has a great season. I just think that um, I I think that the Bears will be a better team this season than the Rams. And and it's just, I mean, we we can even call it the the Super Bowl hangover. But I, I don't see the Rams being the force this upcoming season that they were last season. That's fair. So you're picking the Bears? I'm picking the Bears. Kendall, you're picking New England. Picking New England. Yeah. Sarita. I love well, Tom Brady. Just call him. So right. Chicago, Chicago, L.A., and New England. Who do you who do you pick? Los Angeles. Wait. No L.A. Rams. Rams, Patriots, Bears. Who do you pick to be the S? Alright. She's a tiebreaker. I'm not gonna argue. My thing with the Patriots is that like for the past like ever since the Eagles I mean, granted it was just the Eagles Super Bowl just two years ago, but like the Patriots, like for me, since like like they haven't been the they've been the team that's like I don't right, no. nobody's favoriting anybody to come out of the AFC except for them. 
but they haven't been favored to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of every year. Everyone still picks them to go there, but like a lot of people, like I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people have the Rams beating the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl, or the Bears, or the Packers, or the Falcons, or Saints, or whatever. So I guess what, I, what you're saying is actually I, I agree with a lot, and it's kind of the mantra that I've kind of gone by. In I I dislike New England a lot, and I think teams are better in. They just beat themselves, and New England takes advantage of that, and that and that's why they I put them in the S category. All right, that's fair. All right, let's get to some beer reviews real quick. Just a quick thing: Giannis won MVP. I saw a thing people talked about it. It's like Giannis won MVP, and no one gives a shit because they they ruined it. They they do it two weeks after the NBA Finals. No one gives a shit anymore. When Derrick Rose won MVP, he won it in front of his hometown crowd yeah. at home, presented the trophy last game of the season. And the place just went nuts. Like, people, like, just don't even care about this. It's, like, it's a shame that Giannis... First, first buck to win since Kareem. Yeah. So, shout out Giannis. Giannis Antler Combo. Good for you. Yeah. Uh... Baron, what'd you drink? I oh, had a sorry. bunch. Go ahead. Rattle them off quick. Okay, so... Patriots win! Uh, Keystone Light. Yeah, um, bitch, take the Patriots out of there and put the Bears in there, you dick. <laughs> the what? I thought we agreed on the Patriots. No, you agreed. <laughs> oh. Right, so we're skipping Kendall's beer review. Yeah, what are you, been drinking over there? I did, I've had five of them. Rattle them off quick. <laughs> uh, I started with the Keystone Light. Uh, very watery, uh, does a job. Uh, the Thimble Island, I was really excited about the name when I bought the Bon Voyage Mimosa Brut. Uh, doesn't really taste like much. Double Coors Light, which is a beer that I was really fond of when I was younger. Not so much anymore, and I'm uh, uh, finishing up with a wrench uh, by Industrial Arts. I'm a big fan of this beer. It's, it's an IPA. Nothing uh, like burning out the palate with some shit beer Oh, first. yeah. 6.8%. And uh, it's very tasty. Big fan. How'd the uh, the double Bud Light Tallboys go? Well, I, uh, I did a kind of a pattern here. Let off with the Bud Light. You know, it's awful. <coughs> but the uh, the highlight, it, it is a solid drinking IPA. I, I like it a lot. As it warmed up, the flavor came out. Um, had a nice citrusy taste to it. I definitely recommend it. Uh, it's now in Connecticut, which I didn't know. So uh, check it out. It's good stuff. Uh, I did three Coors Light pints because my beer didn't get cold. And then I finished off with a Prima Pills from Victory Brewing. Just a, like a hoppy pills. Solid drinking, just nothing crazy. But I give it, I give it three stars. I got it again. Uh, social media, where can they find us? Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's showing up two hours late to a show or canceling on us for vodka infused hangovers <laughs> and softball games. Be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. We found out this week, I believe we're closing in on 15,000 total downloads since we've started here on PPRN. Um, So thank you to everyone who's tuned in. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Just keep downloading. Keep it going. Download, throw it away. (laughs) Next week, we will do a delayed kind of like recap on some NBA and NHL draft stuff that we've got. We had planned for today, but things went amok. As well as... Child uh, income. We're going <laughs> to have some fun games planned and whatnot. We're going to have a real light show next week. Real fun time. So, until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Now, uh, ooh. You jumping the gun? Yeah, I, I did jump You show up late, you're going to jump the gun? I did. Let's. Can we do it one more time? I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. And I'm... <laughs> Hit him with the Hezo. <laughs> yeah. And I'm the Red 
Baron. Mm-hmm. Yeah.